0: Everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Genre Equality. I'm Hidzir. I'm Hardy. I'm Aisha. Uh This month is an exceptionally busy month. Yeah, I'm in. Because it is almost the end of the summer season. Yep. It is also San Diego Comic Con season, FDCC. meaning there's a ton of big news coming out, yep. out of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be talking about it, of course, like we did last year. Um, MCU just announced Phase Four, which is Probably the most exciting thing That came out of there But you know yeah. There's other things Like His Dark Materials And Witcher Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, That too Which is not I mean the WWE <laughs> was there too You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our other podcast Yeah uh, Oh we'll Maybe one day We will include Brooklyn Nine-Nine Into the episode <laughs> I would have uh, liked. But I think this month We have a lot of like Big things to talk about Which is weirdly enough About Superhero teens Or superpowered teens From yeah. Stranger Things yeah, To yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man To uh, Tree Below Yeah There's a lot of superpowered teens going on And also a lot of killer dolls Yes Yeah Like Chucky And uh, Annabelle Annabelle Yeah Who has other killer dolls with her Oh man Yep uh, And also like a lot of other things as well Including Isaac's Anime Corner yep. uh, Speaking of We have to I guess start off on a somber note uh, mm. Let's uh, Talk a little bit about the tragedy that hit uh, Kyoto Animation Co Of uh, arson attack That claimed I think 30-ish 30 35 lives uh, Yeah so there was an uh, If you haven't heard like, Over in Japan the, um, Anime Powerhouse Kyoto Animation Studio uh, Was attacked by an arsonist Earlier this month With a fire breaking out The company's first studio building um, It's especially sad Because the company Is actually quite well known For its compassionate storytelling And respectful treatment Of its animators Yeah I mean it's been around for 30 odd years now so it was the 80's f- founded in 81 um, and it's a claim for its focus on animes about Preteen and teen Schoolgirl empowerment Q I mean uh, Annie ha- Or oh, in short form yeah. Annie, uh, Has more than 21 series To its credit Which is quite a lot yep. uh, Some of which Has been licensed to Netflix So you might have seen it as well Including yeah. the hit show uh, Sound Euphonium mm. About high school music club uh, mm. In 2016 The studio actually had Its biggest breakout hit With uh, the feature release Of A Silent Voice mm. uh, About a shy Hearing impaired girl Who is bullied And forced to relocate To another school uh this creates such a stir that her bully becomes an outcast and is forced to confront his hate and cruelty it's a very compassionate storytelling la. Uh, yeah i mean uh, besides that also it uh, it has this thing called the kyoto animation award which singles out original novels and manga publishing them uh to the imprint uh to their own imprint and producing several winners uh, and anime projects from that la. so it helps independent uh creators as well uh the most prestigious gra- uh, grand prize winner Violet Evergarden yeah, Which we've yeah. talked about a lot yeah. uh, You know uh, Isa has talked about it It's, a, it's about ghost writers uh, Called Auto Memory Dolls And was adapted Into an anime series And licensed by Netflix Last year uh, It's also been turned Into a feature Set to be released In Japan next year yep. um, But what sets KyoAni apart From its anime peers Is, is, is its progressive Employee relations uh, From what I've read Its animators In fact are salaried Rather than freelance Paid per frame Ensuring quality over quantity yeah. Uh, so it's especially sad and horrific But it's expounded because The creatives targeted were like the very best In the industri- industry in terms of Quality and fair business practices So these are really like good people Yeah, I guess we'll we'll turn it over to The resident uh, host of Anime Corner for a while uh, to, to get his feelings and thoughts about what happened
1: uh, I mean, like our condolences to um, The victims and, and to their families as well uh, It's been pretty... Uh, there's been a lot going on, right? Um, with this particular one, and um, given that the anime industry recently has been in the news a lot for poor employment practices, yeah, and the amount of money that animators make, or uh, even these production houses and how they struggle financially a lot of the time, uh, it's very sad to see um, such a front runner in terms of championing the rights of of animators and of um, the anime industry mm-hmm. um, suffer such a tragedy. Mm-hmm. So it w- it's uh, we'll talk a bit. About how the trage- uh, tragedy has actually affected uh, One of the animes that I'm going to be highlighting uh, For this se- summer season uh, A bit later in the anime corner But again, uh, our sincere condolences To everyone uh, who has been affected by this And we hope that uh, They'll get back on their feet soon enough Definitely, definitely
0: I mean, uh, Heidi, do you have any thoughts about it?
2: I mean, senseless violence, la. There's no mm-hmm. reason. I'm, I'm not sure why the guy, this 41 year old guy, right, that was. Apparently, arrested. he was
0: uh, complaining about plagiarism. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So he was arrested. Um, yeah. It's just tragic, like 35 people losing their lives over.
0: I think it might be the biggest uh, terrorist attack in Japan since the subway uh, gas. The, the nerve gas attack. Nerve gas attack. Yeah. That cult, la. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Seems so. It's just tragic, la.
0: Yeah, I- indeed, man uh, So, I mean, we, we felt we had to put that up front Because, you know, real life takes precedence uh, over, over fantasy, horror, and sci-fi stuff That we'll be talking about later yeah. So, once again, condolences to uh, those affected At uh, Kyoto Animation Company uh, Let's move on to, I guess, what you're here to listen to uh, Spider-Man and Stranger Things uh, Let's take it up a brighter note um, Let's kick it off with, I guess, the biggest title uh, mm. Arguably, of this month Uh Spider-Man Far From Home Mm. Uh, It's actually The MCU's first movie After Avengers Endgame And the final movie Of Phase 3 Mm -hmm. Um, It had a lot to do And I must say It did them all Splendidly Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an utterly charming Teen road trip movie That's filled with uh, Breezy chemistry Fun comedy Uh, It's also a thrilling superhero story about self-belief And with, you know, great action, great emotional stakes Ranging from Peter's romance to uh, MJ, uh, played by Zendaya uh, Who has a lot more to do with this movie than in the previous movie And his struggles to live up to Tony Stark's expectations And the pressure heaped upon him to fill Iron Man's shoes, you know Uh, Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen (laughs) Avengers Endgame, Iron Man is dead (laughs) Uh, But who hasn't, right? Um, And most importantly, it handles Jake Gyllenhaal's turn as Mysterio Brilliantly, uh, not only was Jaden Hall's performance pitch perfect, mm-hmm. the clever narrative twist and their marketing department's restraint in terms of in terms of hiding the film's twist has to be commended, lah. Because you know the whole marketing was around the multiverse, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, so that that was brilliant. Mysterious explain and exp- the way mysterious explain and explore is so clever, yes. uh, and it playfully weaves in so much MCU continuity, Uh Like, really organically. Um, Plus, it also, I mean, we're not going to hit into spoiler territory yet. yet, So, I'm just going to say that uh, in a vague term, it's very clever. Yeah,
1: probably probably the biggest twist in a Marvel movie since the Mandarin.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll talk about it A Who's bit later. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, plus it also uh, organically explores a post-Snapchat uh society or the Blip <laughs> the as blip. they call it. Don't
2: call it Snap anymore.
0: Yeah, uh, in a funny and organic way, um, the you know ranging from the Blip PSA to a teacher's wife taking uh <laughs> faking her Blip to run away with another <laughs> guy, very uh, leftovers. Um, I really liked how easily this movie handled so much continuity. Uh, But I mostly found myself Thoroughly enjoying Its endearing sincerity And self-effacing moments Which is what Peter Parker stories Usually are Uh, Plus and this Might go over some hits But this film Mm. Very slightly satirizes Modern day superhero filmmaking Mm -hmm. uh, And storytelling About being overly reliant On VFX And how fatiguing That can be (laughs) Uh, And also it talks about A post-truth Trumpian world Uh, I'll explain more In the spoiler section But I loved Mm. it What do you guys think About Spider-Man Far From Home? I mean, I love the teenage
2: elements of it, lah. Uh, very true to a Spider-Man comic, uh, you yes. know. More than uh, it was uh, it was very grounded to this like Euro Euro trip, lah. Uh, <laughs> with less shenanigans, lah. Yeah, different kind of shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter's uh, awkwardness is really on display here. Yeah. Um, He's his being torn into responsibility as a superhero and responsibility of just being a student la, You know, mm-hmm. living his life and all that is great to see. Um, his supporting cast is really strong. I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, his best friend, um, what's his name? Ned. Ned, uh, the actor's name, I meant. It's okay, mm-hmm. Ned la. Yeah. Uh, Ned, Ned plays a great uh counter to him la. Yeah. And um, Flash Thompson. Who is played by the Indian kid, right?
0: Yes. Uh, Peter Ravioli is Italian actually.
2: Oh yeah. I mean but he's Indian, I guess, in the Nope, he's Italian. Oh, he's Italian? Yeah. I, I really thought he was Indian. No, Peter Ravioli. Ah. Yeah. He plays Flash Thompson, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, he's good too. I loved him. Yeah. Every single scene. Uh but I think race is a bit of a non factor here, you Oh know, yeah, yeah, doesn't it all, matter, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so but it's so funny. Yeah.
2: Every single t- every single time he's on the screen, it's just hilarious. Yeah, but uh, overall It was a really fun movie um, mm-hmm. Really looking forward To
0: phase four now mm-hmm. I think this is a good Book end to phase three la. Mm. Right, right yeah. Um, uh, non s- Non-spoiler thoughts From Aissa We'll have into Spoiler sections after this Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't spoil anything There's I a lot to talk about No, I'm yeah. just saying I'm excited to get into it <laughs> okay. yeah. Chomping at a bit yeah.
1: Uh, At this point in time Probably my second Favourite Spider-Man movie Yeah um, Spider-Verse being the first Of course Oh, of course, of course. Okay. Uh, Yeah And uh, How much do we give Spider-Verse? A lot
0: Quite a bit like really? nine? Nine? Yeah. Probably as so, close to perfect as yeah, you can yeah.
1: get. Yeah, so, uh, well, it was breezy. It was easy to enjoy. I watched it uh, several times, and I, I think on every subsequent viewing, they were just more kind of like. Easter eggs to catch. Yeah, exactly. And it, it didn't feel, um, you know, repetitive in any way. I, I think it's a triumph in the fact that they decided to go with this as the last movie of Phase 3. I thought it was a very interesting choice, right? Cause given how. I mean, I guess Endgame could have wrapped up on its own. I right? guess. Yeah. But at the same time, we needed some sort of closure. Yeah. And it's interesting for them to use Peter Parker as that way.
0: Uh, as the He's way the most grounded of them. Because it's, it's the
2: evolution, ma. It, it started with Iron Man, Tony yeah. Stark, and yeah. Peter Parker. La.
0: And also, if you want to explore the grounded uh, effects of uh, the snap or the blip, uh, mm. who better than and, uh, a, a grounded kid? Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Any neighborhood questions? Is yeah. One of my favorite lines. <laughs> yeah, to ever grace a Spider Man movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean like I, I really loved it. I, I think that um it's even with, it's a strong recommend even without us having to go into a spoiler, spoiler territory yeah. Oh
0: definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um Tom Holland in my opinion. Best live action Spider Man, hands Agreed. down. I don't Agreed. even think that is debatable at this point. Oh, but I
1: have friends who 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 don't think so, and Are they into
0: Andrew Garfield? Which would be the worst option. Uh.
1: Yes, yeah. they are into Andrew Garfield. And I'm i tr- I'm curious why, mm. you know. He's good looking, yeah. But Colin is no stick in the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he plays nerdy well. Mm. Yeah, he? but I mean that's kind of the point, right? And I think this is the first time that we have a legitimately smart Spider Man. Mm. A legitimately smart Peter Parker. I don't think Toby that Toby wasn't man. Toby They hinted at it Because Ork was in the picture Ah okay But in terms of the script And all of that like I mean he
0: built web shooters like, That's about it like. yeah, yeah yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah,
1: now yeah. you have You have Peter talking about The multiverse About physics mm. And all of that I think that's fascinating To to see that Considering like Where Spider-Man is now In comics continuity No
2: Toby didn't build Web shooters His, his was Oh his organic, was natural organic Right uh, Organic uh, Yeah so Andrew built the web shooters Yeah so yeah. There you go <laughs> There you go <laughs> Yeah.
0: So yeah Okay. Yeah, uh, but I think Tom Holland especially is very good at comedy, playing yes. a, playing a kid, uh and also the drama capturing Peter's essence. Uh, he continues to kill it, like, I think in this movie. Yeah. Uh plus I think the MCU's handling of Spidey and Peter as a character is very spot on, uh delivering those quintessential themes of responsibility without ever needing to repeat Spider-Man's overused line, <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, I l- have did they ever use that? They've never, know, they've right? never used okay. it. They've never showed us Uncle Ben. Uh, in fact, Tony is kind of a stand-in for Uncle Ben, or reminds him of Uncle Ben. In fact, which is, uh, great. Which is kind of this hidden subtext that is there. Uh, I think this movie Also finally did a good job In giving Zendaya Something to do Because she was fairly One note in a Too cool for school Kind of way In Homecoming Yeah uh, But she's fleshed out A bit more And I think Far From Home Made her a compelling Love interest for Peter exactly. Uh The chemistry is, is solid Plus Zendaya has been A bit of a revelation For me lately In a HBO series Called Euphoria So I'm Very glad good. to see her Be better utilised I think she's a good actress Um, Before we delve In the spoiler sections, uh, Ratings guys? Uh, I'm going with uh, Eight and a half Nice yeah. Wow same for me 8.5 Yes It's uh, 7.5 for me Which oh, is high okay. But just not as high As you guys uh, Okay Spoiler sections um, Comic book fans Already know lah You can probably see This mysterious twist coming Considering his whole gimmick Is about trickery And illusions And conning people uh, but I think the movie probably wowed casuals with the twist. Um, how they updated his VFX powers to incorporate bits of MCU history is very well done. Mm, yes. Plus this villain is such a good way to explore you know the post- truth Trump world without being too political. And the way Mysterio Kind of mocks How modern superhero movies Are over-reliant on BFX fatigue Is very cool And on a technical level The way they crafted Mysterio's illusions Was so visually innovative mm. And a little scary At, at points um, Especially the scenes Where Peter didn't know What was real And what was fake mm-hmm, Or what he yes. was fighting um, It really evokes Some of the classic And trippy Mysterio artwork From yes. the comics uh, Yeah Yeah I mean What what do you think about the twist The mysterious twist First of all It comes halfway through the movie actually. I mean we kind of expected of it Of course Because right? we, are, no, we read the we comics yeah. yeah I
2: know So it, when it came out I was like ah, Okay that's brilliant yeah. First of all I was a bit disappointed Because multiverse, multiverse yeah. died uh, Well they're, they're <laughs> adjusting they died. that
1: We'll talk about that In the <laughs> SDCC segment But yeah, yeah. Uh, I for a moment, right, mm, on yeah. my first watch, I thought, you know, maybe it could be it could way. be true, yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe there is a there is a mysterious in our world that that, that is bit, bad like, rather than good, right? Yeah, yeah, but this particular mysterio happened to be I mean we have so many versions of the multiverse where they flip uh, heroes and villains. Yeah. 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 Around, no, but it's right?
2: just that Jake Gyllenhaal is such a charismatic motherfucker.
1: It, yeah. it is definitely his best performance in a genre Film. franchise really mm. please the last one was Prince of Persia oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: I forgot about that uh, okay okay yeah yeah
0: that's so. true that's true um I mean I thought this was a good way to kind of Redeem uh, ma- The Mandarin twist Which wasn't very well received
2: Yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, and, uh, But actually thematically right The Mandarin thing Plays into it Because this film Just so smooth thematically It it draws from Continuity bits Which were nice yeah. mm, But yeah. the meaning Behind the threads Were better uh, The movie Intentionally evokes Iron Man 3 In many ways yeah. Including the mystery- Mysterio being the Mandarin To Tony and Peter Dealing with loss And unreasonable expectations Uh, Both And Tony and Peter Trying to abandon Their suits And yeah. abandon responsibility uh, And these bi- bits of of baggage really show that how Peter is uh, really the rightful heir to Tony, uh, flaws and all. Uh, to keep the comparisons coming, his identity is even altered at the end of the film, much like in Iron Man One. Yeah. Yeah. So I f- I think the thematic resonance between Iron Man and Spider Man is very well, uh, it's very cohesive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, let's talk about the mid credit scenes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, the first one I think I mean the the second one is more relevant, but the first one got me thinking. Uh, no, it just popped. Uh. It made me ah, like excited, okay. la. Um, yeah, it's fucking insane. J.K. Simmons returning as JJ Jameson, yes. fucking fantastic. What yes. uh what! I mean, he it?
2: was the best uh, J.K. Simmons, uh, best uh, JJ J. Jameson ever,
0: la. Yeah, I mean, what a cool right to get J.K. Simmons <laughs> back. Uh literally, skew of joy. The with da- hair with hair. Yeah. Uh the Daily Bugle being updated as an alt-right Alex Jones-ish conspiracy love website. It. I love it. Dot net, right? Yeah. It's a really nice uh, touch. Uh, and that cliffhanger was so unexpected; uh, <laughs> it really upended Spider-Man mythos as we know it. I mean, because Spider-Man, when he he himself revealed
2: his identity, what
1: that was Civil War. Yeah, that Civil was Civil War, War, yeah. Where he
2: took off his own mask, but yeah. this was, you know, uh, yeah, unwarranted unmasking. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I mean, like straight straight up, we'll, I want to see what Flash's uh, response is going to be when he finds Yeah, out. man. Yeah.
0: Or oh, whether they even believe, you know, because yeah, it man. is uh, uh, uh Alex Jones-ish Kind of, kind of a guy A lot of people Do believe Alex Jones A lot of Jones, people do like, Exactly exactly. Yeah. So how is he Going to get past this like, This yeah. is a really uh, Excellent cliffhanger yeah, Exactly uh, it is. It's a Welcome to phase 4 Motherfuckers The, the <laughs> status quo Is upended uh, The world knows Peter is Spider-Man Where, where do we go from here yeah. I don't know I've never seen this Done in a movie I've seen it done yeah. In the comics But this is the first Legitimate Uncharted territory for Spider Man in film. I yep.
2: feel like it was a very parallel to Iron Man One.
0: Yeah. Where the end Tony reveals he is Iron Man. Mm, as I mentioned, yeah. yeah.
2: But the parallel I feel I, I loved it, like, I just love this whole idea of uh an, an, an uh, what do you call it? An out Spider Man. Like, mm-hmm. An outed Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna see how we, how it affects his his whole life like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, um, with Mary. With clearly clearly and,
1: his identity being out there is far more has far more dire consequences than Tony's oh, yeah Being la. out there Right Because mm. I, 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 um, Tony's not around anymore He's not going to have protection from them uh, God knows where the Avengers are Well we know where the Avengers are Because they told us at SDCC But still like uh, It's going to be pretty interesting to see How he's going to deal with that on the ground Without Tony's resources True
0: Yeah um, indeed um, Also the stinger at the end Where uh, Mariah Hill and Nick Fury are revealed to be Skrulls, Um. <laughs> great double fake out It was both shocking And funny Because it gave me a jolt Before I went home Which is nice Uh, It didn't It didn't just swerve us With a secret invasion um, Twist Uh It swerved us again By revealing that The scrolls are actually good guys Working for the real Nick Fury Exactly So it's a reverse Secret invasion Um (laughs) Nick Fury is now based In a space station Which I think Introduces S.W.O.R.D. Uh, into yes. the equation Yes And the Skrulls Weren't just used As random Skrulls They, they were Talos done. and Soren From uh, Captain Marvel <laughs> Yep uh, Really good stuff um, I know that Kevin Feige Does not want to use I mean It's kind of explained In the comics That Nick Fury Has a lot of LMDs <laughs> Yes uh, So this is a good way For them not to touch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, yeah, and yeah. find an organic replacement for LMDs with the scrolls.
2: Yeah, let's not cross over agents anymore la. Mm-hmm. Let I them mean, do their y- thing Because they're kill, kicking ass la. And
0: you are going to end soon so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what do you guys think about the end? And what does the like, boat for the future of the MCU With the scroll thing and the oh, Sword thing? I oh. mean, okay, you it, first. Opened, yeah. it opens a lot of doors now, right?
2: Uh, we're going to have more cosmic adventures That's for sure mm-hmm. uh, But, oh, man, I really want to You saw the lineup for Phase It It feels like this has to be answered In one of those movies la. Yeah but that's about it I'm I, i I'm, I'm quite excited for it mm.
1: Yeah. I, I think the main thing For me is that It helps me to explain Some major problems That I had with Nick Fury's character In the <laughs> actual movie itself Yeah It's so many points In which I'm just like That's not Like Mm. you know taken by surprise Quite frequently Yeah Yeah. So like the decisions He makes Sometimes the things That he says And the way that he acts Are very out of character For the Nick Fury That we've kind of seen In and out of all the movies Across like three phases Right Yeah Because
2: now it does Kind of seem that Nick Fury could have been A Skrull all this time lah. I mean, she
0: not like novel, uh? this particular Nick Fury seemed like a caricature of the Nick Fury we have seen in previous yep. movies, which Agreed. uh makes it all the more obvious that uh, someone was playing Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. what and they thought Nick Fury was, but they know how to be Nick Fury. Help
1: to explain like all the issues that I had at first. Yeah, um, yeah. with the way that Nick
2: Fury getting blindsided all the time. Yeah, because yeah. like
1: everyone knows, right? Nobody's gonna play Nick Fury like that, right? And Nick Fury would never give him the glasses. Yeah.
2: Huh. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never. Okay.
1: Okay. Like he would disrespect Tony's wishes. <laughs> That's what I think Nick Fury. But, yeah. but in, in any case,
2: I love the little gag. I'm, I'm I'm going back to the movie. Yeah. The way he put on the glasses for the first time. I mean, and then he was trying to get the
0: AI to cancel out the yeah. Oh yeah, the text the message course, yeah. and
2: instead wanted to eliminate him. Yeah. And the yeah. drone came
0: down for the fucking space station. Yeah. yeah uh, I love that bit. Even in death, I'm the hero Edith (laughs) Even
2: in death,
0: I'm the hero Yeah uh, I mean really good stuff I enjoyed uh, Spider-Man from Home home Quite a bit Um, Who would have thought Like 3 Spider-Man Big screen features In a row Uh, Never seen that happen before Yeah It always somehow Falls at the third The third act Yeah Yeah. (laughs) So now that I've seen 3 big screen live action uh, Not live action uh, One is animated But 3 big screen Spider-Man movies In a row I mean I'm just So hopeful for Spider-Man He's kind of redeemed Once again Yeah uh, Back in the pop culture consciousness uh, Can't wait to see How he's involved in Phase 4 What his life becomes In Phase 4 Now that he's out there What's the deal with Sony By the way What is the deal with Sony This deal with Sony ends Here actually Right Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, they had the option To renegotiate uh, The rights Will go back to Sony If Far From Home didn't make A billion dollars Which was in the contract And Far From Home Made a billion dollars already yeah. So the rights go back to MC Well at least The co-sharing rights like, For the next few movies Okay yep. I didn't know Far From Home it Made a billion already Oh yeah Way past the billion God damn Yeah Good job guys Yep It made a billion In the second weekend Wow Yeah So a lot of people Were worried like, Because we knew About the clause In the contract Where yeah. if the second movie Doesn't make a billion dollars like Sony just takes it back Sony has to uh, Take it back like. But like but the, F- the Wasn't though. super worried about it Yeah, Yeah Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So I mean, great stuff. Uh. Moving on to other superpowered uh, teenagers. Um. In the summer blockbuster season, it's just been. I mean, outside of the MCU, like, kind of a barren wasteland of failure after failure, <laughs> where it seems like nobody outside Kevin Feige knows how to make a popcorn spectacle anymore. It only makes sense given how our viewing habits are trending. That the best summer blockbuster isn't in the cineplex; it's on Netflix. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Stranger so Things is back after a gap year last year. Um, and I must say it's been really uh a bit of a written fun uh written to form la. Yes, you know um. I've been pretty vocal about being underwhelmed by Stranger Things 2, uh, which I thought was too cold and too dark and too little fun. Uh, But Stranger Things 3 wisely shifts from its gloomy fall, winter... Uh, trappings to summer. Yeah. Uh, instantly everything is warmer, brighter, colorful. Uh, and that tone kind of extends to the show itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, the supernatural threats of the upside down and the shady government operatives, although they're evil Soviets this time, yeah. <laughs> uh, once again provide the threats. <laughs> the real draw of the third season actually is kind of the charming relationship stories, either yeah. between uh kid and parent or between the kids or between the two adults. Um, it kind of ranges from you know the, the raging hormones of the teens to kind of unresolved <laughs> sexual tension, uh, between uh Winona Ryder and David Harbour. Yeah. Uh, Stranger so you know, Things is fun whether they're fighting monsters or just hanging out at the mall. In fact, the character stuff is so good, I would actually happily watch the show if there were no monsters. Yeah. So I was kind of realizing throughout the season, uh, the stuff with the kids Navigating puppy love Is adorable As are the issues With childhood friends Growing at different paces As is the case with Will Yeah uh, Who just wants to play D&D all day um, Even the buddy cop Side story of Hopper and Joyce Is really amusing And affecting uh, Even Nancy Kind of has like Something interesting To do this season Which was weird I've never seen Nancy Do anything interesting So everybody was kind of fun Yeah Yeah yeah.
2: Nancy had the whole um, Investigative journalism Thing going on
0: mm-hmm. Yep uh, Yeah yeah. Right. yeah. So what, what do you guys think About uh, Stranger Things 3? Uh, overall,
2: yeah, you're right. From the, that, from season two, season three, the the, the beats changed a lot, la. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot brighter. Yeah, the whole summer thing was great. Um mm. uh, wow, the character development for nearly everybody was on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anybody who
0: uh, Will's older brother had nothing to do. He was only oh in John. A, he was only oh, yeah, in the red room. He, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he uh, his entire character arc. This was season just following was Nancy, just being outraged. Yeah, and being
2: like Nancy, we shouldn't do that.
0: More, most of the outrage came from Nancy close the door. You know. <laughs> Nancy close the door. That was, right. was this entire thing. This yeah, season, yeah, yeah. Okay, like okay, uh, his okay. pictures are all ruined. I feel quite bad for him.
2: A lot of times, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Anyways, yeah, <laughs> 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 but the actual show, yeah, but the kids, you know, like mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that whole puppy love thing was crazy, and ridiculous sometimes. Uh, Eleven uh coming into her own. Mm. Uh, more more vocal, more like um, should, more comfortable with the group lah. Uh David Harbour I think did such a brilliant job this season. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Right? David yeah. Harbour was I mean after the the shenanigans <laughs> that was Hellboy. Mm. <laughs> so great so great to see him in this. Yeah. Um uh, just being David Harbour la. um he, and his chemistry with Nona Rider you're right it's, it's 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 quite quite epic la. Mm-hmm. Uh spoilers alert for later lah. I mean the spoilers we, we talk about later sure, right. Yeah. yeah. Um however I had no problems with this thing and you know the finale was great. Mm. Uh the uh, how they kept it off And using the Soviets And you know, all this Red Dawn kind of Analogy throughout the thing was mm-hmm. Was kind of cute <laughs> yeah. Well they
0: They reference so many 80s movies Why yeah. not Red Dawn la? Red, Red Dawn, Dawn is the la. one They haven't touched yet right? They did what? I mean, I mean yeah la, up yeah. to now la. Oh yeah yeah, 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 that's true,
2: that's true, that's true, yeah. that's true. So yeah, so you may know the first seat, uh spoiler, the first scene of the like Soviets coming in
0: and mm. all that, and I'm like, oh shit, son. They didn't need to pan out to the <laughs> Soviet flag, by they the way. Have <laughs> they have no, to. They have to. Well, I mean, if some kids didn't know what the Red Room is, let alone what Soviet what is the unit. Soviet <laughs> Union. Yeah, so I maybe maybe they have to,
2: man. never. They didn't grow up during the Tom the the Tom Cruise Top Gun era. That's why you see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh,
0: what did I say?
1: Think about it. Oh, um, definitely my favorite part of this are the new characters. Mm. Uh, Robin oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. by far my favorite character that's been on the show.
0: Yeah, played by Maya Hawke, the daughter of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Mm. Mm.
1: Uh, and um, oh, what's what's um the little sister's name? Oh, oh. Uh, Erica from, and, uh, from oh, season two, who
0: stole the show in season two. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: back. She's back. It's so good. So good. I I think that. Overall, um, as f- as as much as the acting has been kind of, uh, really good for the last two seasons, especially in season one, not so much in season two. Uh, I felt like the acting has been great this mm. season, right? Uh, with the whole like possession thing and everything, uh, do that it gives me a bit of hope for for I can't remember his name. What's his name? Billy. Billy. Um. Yeah. So the guy who plays Billy, he's gonna play Nightwing apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see. I thought like, Montgomery.
0: I think is his name. Yes. yes.
1: Um. I am looking forward to see more from him because I do feel like he definitely had a lot more range this time round instead of just being like Mm. smoking bad boy looking cool with the mullet and all of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Nancy got a great character out and we got to see like her range uh, as well. Eleven gets a bit more. We get to see her range which is Mm. is nice. It's nice to see her back in the role that we started out with because like the other roles that she's been playing Mm. like Godzilla for example Mm. uh, have been very... One note,
0: generally but speaking. Kid, uh. But that's Godzilla, like, everyone from Kyle Chandler was to Ken Watanabe was one, was one note. One note, like. yeah, yeah. One note yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> they had to be, because uh, Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla had the, the most range. Exactly. <laughs> 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 They got the like the most emotion. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh yeah, I mean, although they've done this every season, uh, kind of breaking off into subgroups works better than it has ever done because yeah. they paired the characters with the most chemistry together. Yeah. Um, I think by far, everyone seems to agree on this. La. The the group that everyone loves the most <laughs> is the scoops troop. Yes. Uh Max uh you know, Max and Eleven are cute also, la, but yeah, the scoops yeah. troop is what everybody loves. Steve, Dustin, Erica, and, <laughs> and, Robin, <laughs> and Robin. Uh so the show, in my opinion. Robin, as you mentioned, is flat out awesome and kind of the way they sub. Subverted expectations with her I was always obsessed With you speech yes. You know It's very clever uh, They even found An interesting way To present The upside down threat In, a f- in familiar characters Like Billy As you mentioned mm. Although I won't spoil Other than to say That his backstory Is really good uh, And Darkrai Montgomery Does a wonderful job Humanising Billy Through mostly Kind of just facial acting Yes Yeah Yeah. Yes. Um. But beyond the character work though uh, The skill of the action This season is crazy Yeah
3: For sure it's
0: it's really leveled up in terms of you know the VFX. It's like a summer
3: blockbuster.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- those last two episodes especially were off the charts, epic in terms of the VFX work, and the production design. Uh, way better than any summer movie that I've seen this year. Yeah, uh, it, had, like, it was propulsive, tense, exhilarating, always fun in a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of way. You yeah. know, it never got too heavy. Uh, in terms of skill and spectacle, this was the most impressive season um by far. Hands down. I even think that yeah. VFX wise, it was better than you know things like Spider Man.
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. And also like the level of production detail and like just rebuilding that mall, Starcourt. <laughs> yeah, Starcourt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it it's crazy lah. But I mean, we have a lot. Of, we love the season. We all did. Uh, any complaints about it? Complaints. Like uh, downsides, things you did not like.
2: Huh, I can't really think of any right now. I felt there was a near.
1: I'm quite sure there are Mm -hmm. I cannot think of any You got any? I I did feel that The whole Russian element Really took a backseat Which (sighs) is not fine by me Right Because you've got A monster story going on You've got all this Character development going on And then you just have Kind of like these Two-note Russian villains At the back Right You never get that That never gets fleshed out You don't get a sympathetic Villain character On their side either well, okay. that was the scientist yeah, the scientist guy yeah. yeah, but I mean Alexei, as much as I love him Became a hero
2: in the end yeah. yeah
1: You know, yeah. but like There wasn't a compelling villain You, you get what I mean mm. like, I guess it was really, uh, really Very much focused they, they were the third They were the light bulb To this this season And I just okay. like,
2: okay Because Billy is more Of
0: the main Yeah, because that's the,
1: that's the monster side of things yeah, la, like, yeah, That's la. from the upside yeah, down yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. from the Soviets mm. Yeah, okay, okay okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do agree I also feel like The threat of the upside down Is starting to feel repetitive I yeah, could okay. I could be done with it, la. If they wanted, they could. In it season four, which I'm sure is happening because the show is so popular. Yeah. If they, if they wanted, like a new villain, could easily be like number one or number two or number three or number four. Or I number would five, love you know, that, all that, that, that like, You know. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, that whole uh, that whole yeah that wasn't really talked about, right? Yeah, because
0: everybody hated it last season. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. But we don't necessarily need to bring back that, but we could bring back one of the others, like as yeah, a yeah, villain, because yeah, yeah. they all have superpowers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was number six, right? Oh, or it eight. eight? It I eight? think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, yeah The show does wear It's prestige peti- of uh, 80s influences Like Steven Spielberg John Carpenter Stephen King on his sleeve But more often than not The nostalgia doesn't get Too overbearing Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, The season seems to pay particular how much To the thing uh, Invasion mm. of the Body Snatchers Ooh, Yes Red Dawn as you mentioned yeah. uh, And of course One of the Russian guys Was obviously the Terminator <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you're right Yeah, yeah uh, They even referenced Arnold Schwarzenegger When he was coming did, Into they the they room, did. right yeah. Um uh, thankfully it's amazingly epic finale, blows up the show in ways that can herald a really fresh departure for season four if they wanted to. Yeah. Uh overall the forward momentum and elevated sense of fun made this season really work for me. Uh how would you guys rate this and any final thoughts? Uh
2: eight point five, really great. Really great. I've, I I mean I watched it twice lah. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Sixteen hours, huh? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Oh actually no, the last the last one is one and a half. One hour half hours, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um eight point five. Nice. Yeah. What about you guys? It's an eight for me. Yeah, it's an 8 for me as well uh, Strong recommends all around uh, A bit bit spoiler note lah, Right at the end right here Sure uh, So clearly Hopper's not dead, right? I don't know There was the American prisoner In the Russian, in a Russian uh, Yeah, camp- teleported no, no they, they they could have abducted him right before the explosion because you saw the you saw a bunch of uh, operators come in right before the explosion, yep. uh, and then they never cut back to Hopper. They could have taken him just before the just explosion. Before again. The explosion. Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I think he's too big a part of the franchise to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right now, or he
0: teleported. La. <laughs> I would like to believe he teleported. I mean, who knows? He might have gotten powers from the explosion, <laughs> maybe, or whatever. You know, that, that's how all people get powers uh, from explosions and <laughs> science experiments.
1: Maybe he got sucked into the upside down.
0: Indeed It came out in Russia It came out in Russia Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It should have come in Australia right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways uh, Yeah I mean uh, 8 and 8.5 from Hardy as well So very highly uh, Highly rated uh, Okay So let's talk about um, it Won't be too big of a topic In nah. this episode But we'll, we'll have to address it Since it's Disney Since it also has made a billion dollars It made a billion dollars? Yeah in its uh, one and a half Surprising. weekend Yeah Disney this year uh, it, this is what July. Yeah, uh, as when you're hearing this is August la. But as of July right now, they've already outsurpassed their last two years. Uh, it, we're making seven billion dollars already. Uh, a lot of it is thanks to Endgame and Star Wars is not even out. Star so Wars not even out So think about How much more they have wow. You know It's crazy uh, But yeah well, We are talking about The Lion King Which yeah. uh, made a shit ton of money uh, Disney is going All in on remakes And why not la? It is making them A lot of money yeah. So I can't really blame them the, the point of a business Is to make money <laughs> They'll be stupid If they don't do this The latest is The Lion King Which features An all-star cast That includes Donald Glover Beyonce Seth Rogen John Oliver I could go on la, But they'll take The rest of the episode Say, say Scar's name <laughs> what Cheetah Ijayofo? That guy Yeah No uh, I do I love uh, it I always from,
2: mispronounce his name He's from Serenity So I've, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've remembered To have to pronounce <laughs>
2: his name I, I cannot I cannot <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah but the real star Of the movie Some truly breathtaking CGI uh, The technical team That uh, John Favreau Employed to create This talking Singing futuristic lions uh, mm. And the sweeping African landscapes Offers audiences Something completely new To watch And it's very Visceral Like every piece of grass Half animal breath uh, footprint in the sand Is rendered perfectly It's a spectacle That wows the eyes It's it crazy right The level of technology yep. here uh, And it is a showcase for that But in my opinion It's, uh, it's lacking in the heart department mm. uh, It's a great dramatic adaptation Of Planet Earth uh, But a terrible adaptation Of Lion <laughs> King So uh, that's what I thought about that's it That's a good one uh, What do you guys think About plan- uh, The Lion King? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly right Yeah
0: I think that even
2: though the lines were the same, mm. the delivery maybe might be the same here and there. Yeah. What was missing? Why was heart missing in this? Even though they had the exact same thing.
0: It's the exact same story over again, so there's yeah. nothing new. So we have seen it before. It's also uh like facial expressions in that one, right? It. Yeah.
2: Because the lions were like r- real lions, lah. La. Yeah. yeah. I mean, photorealistic lions. Mm-hmm. Um. However, this movie still had certain uh fun points, la, I would mm. say. Uh, Billy Eichner and uh, Seth Rogen Playing Pumbaa and Timon Timon and Pumbaa yeah. great, great great guys uh, I love John Oliver's rendition of um, Zazu Yes mm. um, But there were certain problems um, Overall I was okay with the movie mm. uh, I, I agree with you that it lacked the heart That the first one had mm-hmm. um, And it lacked certain um, be- Because of it not being an animation There's certain things that it cannot do la. You know like how the, the, the be prepared song by its car. Yeah. yeah. How great that scene was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh in the first one. And about and uh I Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah. Mm. That whole that whole um thing was also like kind of dumbed down. Now. Yeah. E- even the the, the, the the every single song were kind of like didn't have that kind of epic feel that the first one had. Yeah. Because it is photorealistic, mm. because of this great visual magnificence that it is. Mm. And therefore the heart kind of loses now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say thing about it? Oh,
1: it is an impressive movie. Yeah. Uh, to say the technical least. level, yeah. Yeah. Uh it maybe by far I mean, given that we've gone through what two jungle books and this is the yeah. most photorealistic CGI movie ever made mm-hmm. up to this point. It is incredibly impressive. Yeah. But it is it feels so hollow mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, for me. And I don't know it's because we are suffering from some sort of like nostalgia. Fatigue. Fatigue, perhaps. Um, but there were so many things that just fell flat. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like the voice acting, I mean, Mufasa and Scar were great, Timon and Pumbaa were great, Zazu was great, Beyonce had a horrible time of things. Yeah. Uh, Not the voice actress, clearly. No. Yeah. Um, and, and I felt like the editing of, of her voice, like it felt so choppy. Mm. It felt like they took individual words and strung it together just because
0: she didn't have time. Like one of those Stephen Hawking computers, right? Yes. With it Beyonce's su- it voice, yeah. It sounded a lot like that. The and one that
2: was really jarring was. A bit spoiler The one when she says Uh Lioness attack mm. That was so like What?
1: Yeah <laughs> Right What and, was the and, rage And, and, and the fashion. It, 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 it was very puzzling Because given the kind of performer That Beyonce is In yeah. real life Why did that not translate? I'm very very yeah. curious about that Like Especially if you think about whole The whole Sasha Fierce thing Right mm-hmm. Um I thought Childish did An okay job You know I didn't particularly like His performance Um I had a major issue with the audio of mm. the movie. I don't know if it was because of the cinema that I was watching it in. Yep. Uh, but it was very poorly mixed, I felt. It, n- none of the songs sounded as grand as they needed to be. Yeah. And yeah. I felt that you needed it to be even more grand in order to offset the lack le- of fantastical elements all around. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it was it was quite annoying. Yeah. It was really, really quite annoying because there were times when certain things were too soft. There was times when the vocals were too loud, mm-hmm. um, and given the fact, the sheer amount of like musical theatre talent that's on this show, um, or just music talent on this show, um, the singing wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, know, so I mean, like there were so many like meh things, mm-hmm. uh, as you like to say. Yeah, yeah. There's so many meh things, uh, and it just didn't hit home for me. You know. Yeah. Um, I think I mean, and and right now on the interwebs there are just these uh, edits that are floating around mm-hmm. of um. The CGI being edited by fans mm. to look more like the cartoon, mm-hmm. right? Where it's an animated three D animation as opposed to a photorealistic one, mm-hmm. and those look great. I would totally watch that. Yeah, you know. same here, man. Uh, uh and so, yeah, uh, that's kind of all I have for it. Same. same. I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I get go uh,
2: uh, on a movie, like on a technical level, you're right. It it does surpass it. This is one of those movies where. It is the bench. Uh, it kind of benchmarks for the next photorealistic movie. Sure. That the technology that they, they, they developed for this movie will go on to make, you know, better movies lah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I, I do agree that, but kind of... Okay. But yeah, this movie kind of... No, so so for me, like, what's at the top right now of photorealistic movie making, right, is Planet of the Apes.
3: Mm.
2: Oh,
1: okay. It is a great movie yeah, with yeah. fantastic CGI, photorealistic CGI. Mm. You're talking about the wall of the panel, so Any one of them? The
0: oh, Ma- well, the, the Ma- recent one. Ma- yeah. one, not yeah. the yeah. Uh, not the 2001 one, right? 2001 one? No, no, no. <laughs> the the <Mark> Wahlberg one? <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm talking about the, War the of recent the, one. Yeah, right? the recent <laughs> okay, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So just I mean like uh, you can make a good movie and all of that, yeah. right? I feel like trying to do the remake was the death of the movie to begin with, and it is definitely the most successful remake they've done so far. Sure, right out of everything that they had so far, Aladdin and all the princess stuff. That I think
0: been Beauty on. and the Beast might still be more, but uh, it's probably on track to surpass it soon, Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Um, definitely the most impressive visually of the lot, yeah. but uh.
0: yeah. Um, I mean, this is a movie that kind of works best in white. Works best in white shots, you know. Uh, when you can pretend it's real, but when you get to the heart of it, I kind of wonder what the point of it was. I'd even go so far as to say That I kind of enjoyed Aladdin more As a remake Because he it has his own Spin on things Like Will Smith made The genie his own And there was nothing About this that was New or Or anything Like no. a, a remake Should offer something new And a fresh interpretation I mean it's too minor The new stuff is too minor Yeah I mean Otherwise yeah. what's the point Right Exactly It was just an excuse To show off new technology Oh yeah yeah
1: Definitely um, Well Hadi and I Were talking about Like what's new Um Right, Scar's relationship With the hyenas Is new Oh
2: yeah That that was a quite a n- nice uh, Little I, I, it addition It wasn't uh. enough It wasn't That's the thing It really
1: really wasn't enough yeah. And uh,
0: well. How would you guys Rate this I'll give it a 5 Okay Yeah Issa? It's a 5 for me It's a 5 as well We all uh Agree that We cannot Super fail it Just because no. the technology Is so great yeah. But it's the entire 5 Is the technology It's the technology Like all 5 points Are technology Beyonce was minus 4 <laughs> what, what you mean It could have been a 9 No lah <laughs> No No lah no. No, no. Beyonce was like A negative Non-factor <laughs> yeah, a yeah, Non-factor Yeah uh, next up, we'll, I'll be trying to go through quick hits as uh, quickly as I can Because we have Anime Corner and SDCC highlights to go through as well But there's a ton of TV shows and, and movies that I want to talk about this month as well Um, I think the best thing on TV right now, genre or not Is uh, kind of the lo-fi surrealness of HBO's new Spanish-language horror comedy Called Los Esbukis, oh. Uh, Created by Fred Armisen It is a very weird <laughs> show uh, set in a fictional Latin city That follows a group of Millennial Latin ex-goth weirdos Who embrace their passion For the macabre And decide to make a business Out of scares yeah. It's like a reverse Scooby-Doo Where you root for the people Setting up the haunts Instead <laughs> of the ones Who are solving the mysteries okay. So these oddballs Follow their endeavour From one absurd scenario To the other Leading to some of the most Unconventional humour You will find on TV Or on film For example The pilot focuses on uh, A priest jealous Of a young hot priest And wants to stage an exorcism To prove that he's cooler <laughs> Or there's an eccentric billionaire who dies and lives, uh, leaves his uh, fortune in his will okay. He wants to invite five strangers to stay in his haunted quote-unquote <laughs> mansion okay. And the last person standing wins the fortune Okay. Apparently this is quite routine in their line of work because it's called the Standard's Inheritance Care oh. So there's, a, there's <laughs> a standard to it Okay. Uh, there's a local town in need of tourist commerce <laughs> and hires them to hoax the invasion of a tentacle sea creature uh, so you get the idea yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But underneath all the latex And fake blood And bizarre antics Lost as spooky Has a ton of heart And okay. the series is really about Embracing who you really are And following your dreams um, Each of the characters Face their own Rocky path to self-acceptance Because they're so weird which yeah. is, and, and it's extremely silly But also somehow Still relatable uh, It's an off-kilter show And it's very weird And very dry And very absurd But endearing la. Okay uh, the jobs form the crux of the laughs And the comedy ac- ensemble is so talented and well-matched uh, Their scares may be fake But the world it's set in has a degree of magical realism Because there are some truly fantastical things going on Other than the gang's low-budget production, so uh, There is magic going on There okay. are demons There are monsters uh, The series just embraces the surreal alt-universe Building a rich world where The surface-level concept evolves into something stranger Blurring the lines between fantasy and reality uh, the it it revels in like magic in mundanity a yeah. bit like how what we do in the shadows does it but it's just infinitely more weird. Uh, one of them is, for example, I uh, one of the characters. One of them is the heir to a chocolate empire. Yeah, and is uh, <laughs> uh I can't even say this without laughing. He is possessed by a mermaid parasite demon. Okay. Uh, who will only leave him uh-huh. if uh she gets to watch the king's speech, the the movie. Uh, okay,
2: the no one Colin for?
0: Yeah, yeah, so she just wants to watch it. So he has to watch it, but he hates call like period, <laughs> uh, period like English drama. movies. Okay. So that, that is one of the storylines. Um there is Tati who is very dim-witted and blank and mm. invulnerable to pain. And she does manual label jobs. And when I mean manual, like really <laughs> manual, like she works for an orphanage where she's a fan, like she turns the blades of the fan like manually. Oh, wow. uh, she also works in a town square where she moves the hand like second by second. Uh, in, in a giant clock Before uh, Being taken in by A herbal life pyramid scheme Where she's oh being no. held uh, hostage uh, There is Ronaldo Who's kind of the lead character Of the movie Whose name is spelled Without a Y It's R-E-N-A-L-D-O mm-hmm. uh, And the missing Y uh, Has haunted and traumatized him For his life It's so weird uh, and he kind of spends the movie f- uh, Not the movie like The, the series kind of wondering where his why is Where his why is uh, There is kind of this infectious com- camaraderie That makes you invested in all their schemes uh, And its use of subtitles Actually aids punchlines Rather than detracts from them okay. uh, There's so many quotable jokes here I won't spoil them for you um, Lost of Spookies is very off-kilter But it will not be for everyone It's a show about weirdos four weirdos Made by comedians who built their careers Out of askew humour Uh, But how many times Have you watched the show And said to yourself I've never seen anything Like this before And uh, this show Will make you say that a lot Um, I think it's a 9 out of 10 My favorite thing That I've seen At least uh, on this month's episode
3: Okay
0: Next up I'll be talking about The second season Of an animated series That me and Isa really like Uh, If you listen to General Equality A while now You know that uh, we adore Gilmore de Toro's uh, Tales of Arcadia uh, animated franchise. Uh, We love all three seasons of Trollhunters. And we really like the first season of his spin-off series, Three Below, which we reviewed last year. Uh, set in the same town as Jim Lake's you know, epic troll hunting adventures, Tribulo shifts from magical fantasy to science fiction by focusing on the town's resident aliens, Aja, Crow and Vex. Yes. Uh if you don't know, they are royals on the run after a military coup overthrew their family's rule on their planet of Achiridian 5. Yes. The show follows them as they try to blend in uh and make Earth home and save their people. Uh, season 1 was extremely fun And featured a lot of Crossovers with Trollhunters Because the alien story Is happening In the same time And continuity As the Trollhunters story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But since season 1 Ended at the same point As the Trollhunters Series finale 3 Below second season Is now free to move forward Unencumbered by Continuity and tie-ins well, I mean they, uh, they have a lot of like Cameo characters yeah, they are. But like, it doesn't have to tie into Oh there's this event That happened in season 1 uh, of two hun- uh, Season 2 of Trollhunters And you yeah. have to tie-in You know that yeah. kind of thing I think this freedom has kinda allowed Tree Below to expand its own mythology and delve deeper into his own characters. Uh, season 2 picks up Where season 1 left off Aja and Krell Are reeling after the battle Against General Mirando's Bounty Hunters mm-hmm. And the reveal That their bodyguard uh, Played by Nick Offerman uh, Vervato's Vex Betrayed them uh, This sparks off A lot of compelling Family dynamics That involve our Three main characters And even their caretaker mm-hmm. uh, AI Mother Who grows more sentient And more sassy And develops a m- into A more important character This season yes. uh, There's also a cute romance Between Vex and Toby's Nana uh, And Aja and Still Pelchuk, Which continues uh, it's, it's really cute Cute. I really like this show and season two in general. What do you think, Aisa?
1: Oh, um, the stakes were definitely. I felt like the stakes were higher this time around right? Yeah. And because uh, Jim and the trolls have vacated and gone elsewhere. New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, it's New Jersey. Yes, yeah. that's right. Right. The new um, the neutral cities in New Jersey. Uh, I just thought that it gave them the space to kind of explore, like you mentioned. Um, the relationships are very, very interesting and I do feel like they revisited a lot of the thematic things that they hit on uh, at the end of season one. Um, there's again the whole idea of betrayal and forgiveness and then another round of betrayal in a very different way mm-hmm. uh, playing very much into uh, Vex's, um, Vex's personality, right? Whereby mm-hmm. his main priority is to keep them safe regardless of what it takes. Yep. you know, uh, And uh, it's moments like that uh, and an AI coming into her own uh, maternal instincts mm-hmm. which I found fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the action has been has always been good mm-hmm. uh, this time around we get a lot more of that and a lot more characters are involved uh, all around and I thought that really helped with moving this idea of uh, belonging right despite the fact that you are not from.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I think it's impressive that the emotion and character beats never falter because there's so much story in a very short stretch. Mm-hmm. It's a short season. Uh and it makes it feel very fast paced and action packed and it's not a wasted moment. Exactly. Unlike a lot of other Netflix shows. Definitely. Um also they tie in The history of uh the alien Acaridians with existing Troll Hunters mythology in very cool ways. Yes,
1: I really like that.
0: Uh, there's a lot to do and they did it well. Um, they even incorporated you know characters like Toby and the creep slayers as part <laughs> of the main cast. Uh, while they were only cameos in season one, they've kind of successfully broadened them into full characters yeah. in, in below mythology too. Yes. Uh and it's great. They've done it all without compromising the pace of the storytelling. Action is great. Emotion is big and effective the yes. pace is swift. Characters are admirably serviced and it's political Subtext It's It's kind of Very savvy In a In a kid friendly Kind of way
1: Yeah It's not as I mean it doesn't Mince anything Like uh, about Dragon Prince does Right Like yeah, for yeah. example About war And like making Difficult decisions As the people in charge And yeah. all of that I think it, it really does Um uh, thrust the two teens Into as, as the new royals For the first time We kind of like mm-hmm. Have to grapple With that idea Which mm-hmm. we didn't have to do In season 1 That they are The incoming royals Themselves yeah. uh, And they have to make Difficult decisions That will affect Not just um, Them and their friends In Arcadia
0: But the entire planet That they're from mm. Yeah So and I really enjoyed it Yeah sure. I mean Yeah I mean They also continue To hit upon The whole like uh, Illegal immigrants Refugees Or illegal aliens If you like Uh. Yeah, the story derives a sort of dramatic tension from how local townsfolks and bigoted government agencies treat them. Yeah. Uh, again, quite politically savvy for an epic kid adventure. A heartwarming story about how a powerful alliance of marginalized and mainstream people. Mm-hmm. Uh, can be Only if they If only they empathised And stood up for one another Um, Yeah uh, Really loved it Uh, I think this season Wrapped up our Three Below's arcs Very nicely Also yes. majorly teased The concluding chapter Of the Tales of Arcadia trilogy Planting yep. the seeds But the next Spin-off series Called Wizards mm-hmm. uh, This is obviously obvious Set up for the big finale Featuring I guess All the troll hunters And Three Below characters and I can't wait to see How it comes together Later this year actually Oh really Yeah it's coming wow. out In October Very quickly Nice nice that's yeah. cool. uh, How would you rate this um, this season was a seven point five for me. Nice. I'm I'm rating this uh eight out of ten, very highly recommended. I have no rating. It's fine. You haven't seen <laughs> Troll <laughs> Hunters either, right? I okay.
2: have seen Troll Hunters. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I haven't watched Tree Below yet.
0: All right. Uh, next up, I'll we'll be talking about a very small. Uh, I can't say indie. Yes, it's an indie film called Crawl. It's uh directed by Alexandra Arja. Uh, uh, this film is very tense and the most thrilling cinematic experience I've had this year.
2: Can I say that this film was kind of unexpected?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In terms of I thought it was going to be bad Why? I don't know Aja is Okay like He's hit and miss But exactly. yeah I, I get what you mean yeah. So
2: when I saw the trailer Because I just watched the trailer And I was like Oh mm. okay I guess it's got crocodiles I am mean, alligators sorry yeah. yeah Don't be species Yeah But yeah
0: Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, If you don't know It's uh, set in a massive Category 5 hurricane In Florida Makes sense Crawl follows A father and daughter Duo trapped In a rapidly Flooding basement Crawl space Alongside huge Hungry alligators That crawl in From the drains It's a simple Creature feature Premise But Crawl's Claustrophobic terror Is executed with Anxiety riddled Perfection Like I'm kind of A horror vet Nothing scares me Anymore But this movie Made me like so fucking jumpy yep. uh, Look this isn't high art But it's probably Going to be the most Intense fun You've had in theatre In a while yeah. Like a roller coaster. Yeah. There's nothing like A B-movie creature feature Done well And Crawl Is just relentless With the gruesome Body horror You know Ooh. There's like gom- Gory compound fractures Flesh yeah. ripped to shreds Etc etc And also there's The unwavering suspense Above and below water What you can see And what you can't yep. Genuinely Creative set pieces uh, And in an era Of I would say Quote unquote Elevated horror Where artful approaches And deep themes You know With like <laughs> yeah. uh, Hereditary And the yeah, witch Etc yeah, yeah. etc et right mm-hmm. It's a little refreshing To see a horror movie Go back to fundamentals yeah. Like executing simple Classic horror So effectively yep. Almost brainlessly But so viscerally Like you feel it yep. uh, Yeah Are there ludicrous Or moments Of course yeah. they are
2: Like how she doesn't Take damage after Like, like she got Tossed around for a while yeah. you she's like totally find the next scene.
0: It's been established she's in the swim team that, that makes her invulnerable in the water. <laughs> but like it was okay. I mean, apart
2: from that, it was it was great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um for such a low budget film actually the gators here Looked really good. It did. Feels yeah. incredibly realistic. I, I felt like they use real gators. Yeah, sometimes, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, um in the end I think kind of the cheesy or ludicrous moments are forgivable because yes, it yes, delivers definitely. on the promise That's of the trailer. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, improves upon it. Mm-hmm. Uh, crawl—a perfect combination of fear and fun. I've ooh, had yeah. it, it, it. and it's best seen with a loud audience. Watch yes. it with like a very receptive ooh ah audience. Yeah. You know, that, this is fun. Um, yeah. you got, got any more thoughts about crawl?
2: Uh, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Uh, it was it was unexpected for me. Yeah. To to I, when I came out, I was like, wow, that was really fun. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the, the I think the stars were.
0: The Gators The Gators <laughs> I know But I actually really did No but she
2: was really good though
0: Kaya Scordellaro yeah. Finally getting a starring role For yeah. skins so. And
2: she really uh Pulled it off la.
0: Yeah, yeah I know she was in The Maze Runner series la, But nobody cares about that yeah, That's um, why Yeah uh, I thought it was great I also really liked How they developed The kind of They didn't have to, you know. Yeah. Because this is a silly movie. Yes. But they they developed the father and daughter into a relationship that I cared about. Yes. Like I understood why she would do such a stupid thing. Correct. To go and find her dad. I mean she loves her dad lah, wants to save her dad. I get it, sure. Rather than the normal Horror movie protagonists Who are just stupid Exactly You know So she had to do this Of course It made sense for her to do this If anything it was the dad That was dumb like. Exactly But uh, like she, Since she's the main character You don't want to hate The horror protagonist No Because then you just want to move. It. You're just enjoying The hor- horrific things Happening to her like. But now you get it Yeah uh, It's a nice setup In the beginning To establish that she was In a swim team Which All explains right. why she can swim so fast yes. Sometimes Like a gator Like a gator You know They, they teach you Aquaman <laughs> techniques Where she's invulnerable Underwater apparently yeah. <laughs> uh, But you know Those are some of the things That you just have to accept uh. No I was fine with it actually Yeah, yeah. It's a 7.5 out of 10 for me Oh same 7.5 too yeah. Nice uh, Speaking of underwater scary things uh-huh. Next up we'll be talking about The one and done Sadly only season of Swamp Thing uh, In cause of a, a Budgeting error God damn it Yeah in case you haven't heard right <laughs> The, the fledgling DC Universe Not only shut down production After episode 10 Yeah It was supposed to be A 13 episode season yeah. It cancelled the show outright After just one day Yeah why you ask? It had nothing to do With quality of fan nope. reaction Because frankly It was cancelled Before any of those things Could happen, could happen yeah. Like nobody could react to nope. it In fact it was ca- um, cancelled Because of an accounting error So yeah. here's the deal Swamp Thing was shot In North Carolina yeah. Where they form- promised A 40 million tax, tax rebate yeah. Yep. This helped DC Universe Offset the 80 million dollar dollar first season Correct. So they only had to pay half Yeah. Uh, however the paperwork error On the part of the treasury Meant that the rebate Never materialized yeah. So it's
2: not The fault of DC
0: not for DC. Yeah. Uh, the North Carolina Treasury uh, made an accounting error; did not give them the tax rebate. Yeah. After it was rectified, another mistake: they gave them fourteen million rather than forty, 40 million. million yeah. So there you go. Um, that left Warner and DC on the hook for an extra twenty-six million. Yeah. They thought they'd get back for a small, tiny streaming service. This is a lot to lose, you know. Yeah. This is not like Netflix or Amazon, you know. This They're is not established. Yeah. This is a startup. Correct. Uh, and, and they decided To cut their losses uh, Which I understand yeah. uh, But that's a shame Because The Swamp Thing Was actually a really Strong show mm-hmm. And uh, the best The character has ever Been presented in live action uh, Swamp Thing really Speaking of body horror like It really revels In grotesque body horror Much like Crowded Ecological stra- strangeness And like a thick Atmosphere of suspense the horror mood The suspenseful vibe And the dedication To ghosts and scares Makes uh, and, and also like I have to mention Excellent character design yeah. Swamp Thing looks amazing uh, Just some of the elements That I loved about the show la. In terms of Atmosphere and aesthetics Which were established By James Wan Who directed the first two episodes This was top notch And swamp, the Swamp Itself felt like a character So Swamp Thing Is kind of a Vertigo OG right Where was
2: it uh, Held in
0: uh, it was shot in North Carolina.
2: Yeah, I mean, but the the, the, the the Louisiana, Louisiana, right? Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Which is where The Swamp Thing comics were, yeah. were Based were. Uh. Based in yeah, yeah. So something was A Vertigo Original character yes. uh, Not original uh, But it kind of Established the imprint yeah. uh, So it practically Revamped magic spirits In the occult in DC Similarly the show Isn't just about the green And ecology It's also about How the natural And supernatural intertwine There are many ghosts And spirits And voodoo curses There are monsters Created by mutagens And And Uh, Voodoo Priest uh, It all makes for A very thick and creepy Atmosphere In the Louisiana Bayou And its various Backward settings Uh, That being said The show is not perfect But it never got a chance To grow Uh, The character work Is pretty around the mill The acting is serviceable And some of the episodes Were particularly CW level at the end Okay uh, As we mentioned The production team Were informed during episode 7 That the show will be cut From 13 to 10 Which kind of explains Why the last few episodes Felt so hurried and sloppy They kind of <laughs> were in a rush To to finish the story And to
3: like
2: fit everything
0: Yeah They were expecting 6 more episodes Or in fact 6 more seasons Or whatever You know They were just In a rush to wrap everything up So it made, ev- it made everything Feel very uh, Sloppy hurry. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the flaws These flaws make it Not the best DC Universe show But still a good one I, I would rank Things like Doom Patrol, Young Justice, and Titans way above this. Okay. But Swamp Thing as a whole was a very strong show and had so much potential. Uh too bad we couldn't see it fulfilled. All uh, right. Overall it's a seven out of ten.
2: But we're still getting our other DC shows, right?
0: Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh I mean Titans back for season two, Doom Patrol's back for season two, okay. Young Justice renewed for season four. So uh, a lot of stuff coming out of DC universe, just not Swamp Thing. Okay. But I would give this a seven out of ten. And yeah, the last few episodes were like a three out of ten, Ooh. but I mean, I gotta give it a pass, lah. Okay. You, you like think about the circumstances they were facing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't really blame you, lah. These were shit episodes, but what you gonna do, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, talking about, speaking of big, streaming services, yeah. nothing bigger than Amazon. Yes. Nothing bigger than Amazon. Uh, Jeff Bezos, four hundred billion dollars behind him. Uh, so he's making a lot of quality, high concept, high level, big budget shows. Yeah. One of, his new, one no, not, of uh, him, not him not la, him you <laughs> know, but he's uh, producing it. La. Yeah, okay. Uh, his company. Uh, this the latest Amazon adaptation is based on an ultra-violent X-rated comic from Garth Ennis, mm-hmm. uh, otherwise known as just a Garth Ennis comic la. Okay. Uh, the book and the show is called The Boys. Yeah. It revolves around an informal group known as the Boys, who are a gruff and brutal lot who hunt down and murder superheroes who step out of line. Uh, in a world where superheroes exist They are all In this in this universe lah. They are owned and corporatized Like celebrities yep. And many of them Are kind of corrupted By their pedestal Engaging in reckless behavior That result in collateral damage For example In the opening two minutes Yeah Our protagonist Huey Is talking to his girlfriend On the sidewalk they're yep. talking, they're talking about having dinner. In the blink of an eye, she explodes into goo and blood and bone because a speedster accidentally ran into her. Into her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those are the kind. That's the kind of collateral damage I'm talking about. Uh Most of the A-list heroes in this world are represented by a team called the Seven, which mm. functions as a Justice League and Locke. Uh They are owned by the Vought Corporation, which you know is huge. Imagine Lockheed, Apple, Google, Disney, Amazon, Amazon all combined. Yeah. Yeah. That big. Uh, they pick and choose the hero's missions based on polling numbers such as the demographics of the victim and how well state rescue might play to their base. Uh, it's all based on marketing and convenience and it's for profit which is ethically compromising. They star in their own action movies Which are really popular Based on their lives Like Disney They endorse products They drop by late night shows But it's all just marketing Making us question Our own superhero worship Or celebrity worship Mm -hmm. Uh, They protect their reputations At all costs Because that's what they peddle For example uh, There's a passenger plane That is hijacked by ISIS terrorists When the hero Homelander Which is a Superman analog Makes a mistake in the rescue Rather than save the hostages He makes sure all of them die So nobody can report his mistake Ah okay uh, you can see why they need to be put in check yeah. But the anti-heroes aren't that much better They are an ends justify the means group Which puts civilians in harm's way as well yeah. The boys is both a repudiation of superheroes And anti-heroes okay. uh, In the case of characters like the Punisher la, you know, um, Or at least it means to be Okay. But after a few episodes The show seems to revel In it's perverseness Much too earnestly oh. The show really becomes An exercise in how It can out gonzo Preacher and deadly class And kick ass You know Oh we're gonna be like Way more edgier than that You know It's kind of that oh thing no. How can we be more violent How can we be bloodier And gorier And more sadistic Than oh everything no. that came before Let's one That's up this good. You know yeah, yeah. Uh, On the one hand I realise the graphic nature Of this X Is meant to shock, shock you Out of Hollywood's portrayal Of superpower, uh-huh. The devastation and damage That can that they can cause With a flick. Of of a finger is It's actually quite biblical And we must see that right Yeah There's one scene where A guy giving cunnilingus To a superhero Has his head squished Like a fruit When she orgasms Ooh. and Things like that yeah. But there comes a point When any commentary we're, They were trying to make Gets lost in the fun That they're having uh, When you critique something You have to have an argument Beyond that's good That's and bad, that's bad yeah. And the boy struggles To find that argument Beyond saying that's bad
3: okay.
0: uh, The only character That kind of keeps The show yeah. worth watching Is Starlight uh, she is a real Honest-to-goodness Superhero And a very idealistic Young girl from Iowa Who grew up with Superpowers yeah, and, and the superhero Propaganda uh, yeah. She's raised by A pushy pageant mom
2: Yeah I love that uh,
0: yeah. With uh, and, and all of that And all she, oh, she's ever Wanted to do Is save lives And do the right thing Be
2: a superhero lah Exactly yeah. And
0: when she gets called up To vote To be in the Seven uh, to, By vote To be in the Seven uh, She's thrilled But immediately Her worldview is shattered One of the sevens members pressures her for a blowjob What's name? The Deep The Deep right? Aquaman uh, and Locke. Specifically Aquaman from uh, uh, Entourage <laughs> Specifically oh you're
2: so right
0: f- Specifically Vinicius right <laughs> Yes it is uh, Yeah yeah But like he pressures her For a blowjob In exchange for membership yeah. uh, So more celebrity parallels There later on She's forced to endorse A Pray the Gay Away campaign Because it appeals To her, her, cons- base. her conservative base yeah. She's forced to trade in Her more modest attire For a sexy revealing Swimsuit costume To yeah. appeal to main male Teen male consumers, teen consumers. Yeah. yeah So her arc is probably The most thoughtful And richest Uh, And it reveals the pressures Superheroes are under mm-hmm. And how bit by bit They can lose their humanity la. This
2: is the what if superheroes uh, had capitalism, and
0: uh, Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so her rejection of what and the seven is the only storyline worth actually rooting for. Yeah. Um. Beyond Starlight, the boys has kind of many issues. The problem is that they think they are original, but the truth is dark, gritty, and realistic superhero disc- deconstruction. Hasn't been new since the 80s Since yeah. The Dark Knight Returns And yeah. since The Watchmen
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Although executed well And very well acted ideologically This just feels like The thick itch Lord older brother Who grew up reading Frank Miller And watching <laughs> Zack Snyder
2: Ooh that's a good one
0: Yeah um, I, I. Don't get me wrong I actually kind of like the show Yeah. It's just not anything new Okay. And I don't see why anybody is saying it's like, oh, it's so fresh and original. I've seen this a bunch of times. Like, right. they, Dick Dick has done this. Venture Brothers has done this. The whole idea of superhero associations have been done in enemies yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. You know, so, eh, uh, it's a six out of ten for me. Okay. Uh, do You watch it? I'm not done yet. Okay. I heard there's a big twist at the end. Yeah, you can see it coming Like in episode 3 Okay, can Yeah, you already know What the twist is Alright, when I finish it I'll tell you So, uh, Carl Urban's character uh-huh. Uh They mentioned that The reason he hates superheroes Is because his wife died, right? Yeah I mean, guess what the twist is?
2: His wife is alive
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid I know, right? <laughs> okay Wow, shocker <laughs> okay. No, la, but there is an addition yeah, yeah. To the twist <laughs> okay, okay, That okay. I don't That you will see coming after they introduce the latest upload. Okay, okay, okay. But it's it's nothing special. Okay. Uh, next up I'll be talking about uh, A comedy called The Dead Don't Die uh, By one of cinema's Most esoteric auteurs uh, Jim Jamush What's this about? He is the director Of Ghost Dog Coffee and Cigarettes Only Lovers Left Alive You know with Tilda Swinton Broken yeah. Flowers uh, It's a zombie comedy I was extremely excited for Because he's assembled One of the most amazing Casts in cinematic history For this project what? It has Bill Murray Adam Driver Tilda Swinton <laughs> Chloe Savini Steve Buscemi Danny Glover Rosie Perez Iggy Pop Riza from Wu-Tang Clan uh-huh. S- Selena Gomez Tom Waits uh, Carol Kane And and much more Uh, The result Is interesting If not always successful Um, There is a zombie outbreak In a dull town Called Centersville Where zombies Don't just crave human flesh They crave whatever Habits or hobbies They loved when they were alive So they croak out Wi-Fi or Xanax or Chardonnay or coffee It's a cute premise that I've seen done before In another show called Wellington Paranormal Which we reviewed last year So it isn't as original as Jamush thinks it is Uh, It has social commentary about consumerism And Trump's America And meta pop culture references Which are all clever But But we've seen it before Seen it before and only 50% of it works So it's a hit and miss kind of thing The the Dead Don't Die is delivered in one long dead pen note Uh, Some of his side gags and quips are gold Others are just filler but it's still kind of interesting In a wacky sort of way um, It's undoubtedly Hipster smart It's It feels very like Oh we're hipster Like we're deadpan We're cool oh, okay. uh, Revelling in irony And satire And eccentricity But it's humour And its themes Are too scattershot And laconic To deliver hearty chuckles Or okay. be consistently entertaining okay. It's a 5 out of 10 for me Alright Next up I'll be talking about The new Charles play This contemporary reimagining Of the 1988 horror classic Follows Karen Played by Aubrey Plaza Who is a single mother That gives her, char- her, her son A Chucky doll Uh, While the original movie Featured a serial killer Using voodoo magic To implant his vengeful soul Into the toy yeah. This modern version is evil Guess what Because of why Why Artificial intelligence Oh shit Chucky AI Because that's hip nowadays That kind of makes sense though I know uh, While Mark Hamill's voice Does a great job of imbuing This updated Chucky With a sense of menace The film itself Does a poor job Of developing then tension Or character investment To its credit is extremely gory and violent But it gets boring after a while la. You know It's only so much gore and violence So basically Chucky got uh, I mean his AI got corrupted uh, Chucky got black mirrored Oh no uh, This Charles play Reboot is dull And diluted Give it a miss It's 4 out of 10 <laughs> Speaking of scary dolls, let's talk about Annabelle Comes Home, uh, the latest installment of the Conjuring Cinematic Universe, uh, which has more (laughs) movies than the DC (laughs) Universe, I think. Um, Although it's slightly better than Child's Play, this summer's other possessed doll movie isn't great either. Uh, Annabelle Comes Home is kind of a teen horror movie done Conjuring style, complete with character tropes like there's a babysitter, there's a bully, there's a burnout pizza guy, there's a cute boy who comes around for a poorly timed fling. It can be fun And it works In the same guilty pleasure way That my many 90s horror movies did You okay, know Like okay. an I know what you did Last summer tree Kind of way Oh that's uh, not good I know <laughs> It's just that this formula Seems so dated now It is um, It's just a succession Of predictable jump scares Featuring cameos From various cursed objects In the Conjuring universe Is it amazing That dated
2: and nostalgia Is such a fine line
0: Sure yeah Because Nostalgia You need to have a bit of A fresh interpretation of it Which is why we rated Stranger Things so much higher Than The Lion King Uh, So this one has nothing Of that sort So it's kind of burdened By a lack of fresh ideas And common sense Which is uh, Yeah it's a competent Popcorn trailer at best It's uh, 5.5 out of 10 Oh right Okay Yeah Uh, So next up I guess we'll be going into uh, Issa's Anime Corner Which is I think every Two or three months Every season Isa will be breaking down the, the hits and misses of uh, anime. The anime, what is good and what is new this season, Isa. And some Talk stuff about. that is like upcoming. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah, so let's start off the uh, usually the most anticipated season of the year for anime, which is the summer season. Uh, this time around, I've got a couple of recommendations, some more than others, and a bit of a controversy about one of the recommendations we're going to have. Uh, let's get out a returning uh, season of anime. Of the way, before I talk about the new um, titles that are out, that are pretty interesting. So, Danmachi Two, also known as "Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon," has returned for its second season following a uh, what was it ch- three-year break, okay. uh, and of course, the spin-off, which was what uh, Oratoria, which told the exact same story from a different character's point of view, which we found uh, pretty fascinating. Uh, and uh, so far, it's been. It's been very fun. Uh, you have all your characters returning. The stakes are a little bit higher than they used to be. Uh, all in all, it's a very fun, yet again, another anime set in an MMORPG-like world where there's dungeons and leveling and factions and all of that, uh, where basically the gods have descended and have given their blessings to humans who become part of their familia. Right? Uh, and uh, we follow the story of Hestia, uh, who is actually the great goddess of the hearth. Yeah. Um, so Hestia has only one family member in uh, her familia, and we follow his story. And he's back for a second round, but now as he has to continue to grow from strength to strength and receiving his Argonaut power, which always gives him a fighting chance regardless of the the um, the event at hand. Um, he is now very become very desirable to a lot of parties uh, in the world of Oratoria, and um, basically the story plays out from there. So um, Season 2 has come out on uh, the tail end of the feature film that just debuted about three weeks ago. Uh, So you can go and check that out as well. It's unrelated to the main storyline itself, uh, but it's a nice kind of like side away where you get to see a bit more character development from some characters that we don't usually get to see that much of. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is Danmachi Season 1 Is on Netflix So if you want to Check that out It's kind of an Easy breezy binge It's nothing Groundbreaking Um, Animations by JC stuff So Mm. uh, fight scenes are okay Right Uh, I mean we've Mm. already Talked about JC stuff And and, you know How things are outsourced Uh, But yeah If you're a fan of Things like Swatter online You know And you kind of Want that The same vein Of things uh, It's easy to watch There's plenty of Fan service uh, and has all the elements that you know. If you're a gamer, you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next up, we're gonna talk about um, one of my favorite this season so far. Uh, I was turned on to the manga by by Chris, a good friend of ours, and uh, it's called Fire Force. Um, so Fire Force takes place um, in the near future in the hundred and sixth year of the Solar. Era of uh, Tokyo yeah Right yeah. And so um, For some reason That we are We don't know yet um, People have started Combusting, combusting yeah. Spontaneously And turning into demons That yeah. they call infernals And so um, The They've created the Well the fire force f- Fire force right Which yeah. is like an offshoot of the firefighters yeah. Whose main job Is to put out The fire demons Yeah More so than The f- actual fires themselves yeah. Uh, and what's interesting about this Is that the fire force Is made up Largely of pyrokinetics Yes And people who can control flames Yeah uh, And they are assisted By a whole slew of technology That allows them To do these things Yeah So there's a heady mix Of like uh, Um Religion going on uh, With the With this whole new era Being shuttled in And people are scared of the time Of randomly becoming Fire demons yep. uh, You know There's a whole new church Involved in this The Church uh, of soul. The Church of Saul Yes yeah. that's right uh, And we've got the uh, National Defence Force You got the Fire Force So there are a lot of um, Big organisations With hidden agendas um, Striving to find out Why this is going on For their own um, Reasons Right So uh, uh, Embedded in the midst Of all that We follow The adventures of One particular fire soldier As they are called Who is a Third Third generation generation. um, Pyrokinetic Yes uh, And he can shoot he can create flames out of, of his, his feet, uh, feet yeah. right? Uh, and so he has a personal um, Kind of chip on his shoulder Which yeah. is the reason why he joined the Fire Force And uh, the unveiling of that story Amidst the greater uh, world building yeah, That yeah. we see in this anime Is what we are following uh, Animation style is excellent Yeah it is um, It is very very reminiscent of Blue Exorcist If any of you Same guys uh, right? No not the same guys actually Uh, The production house uh, The studio is David Production Uh Who have brought us Greats such as Jojo Oh okay uh, actually, they've done all the Jojos. Okay. Right? Uh, and they've done Fire Force. Uh, they've done one of my favorite called Sakurada Reset Ooh. as well. They've done Planetarium, which I really liked as well. So uh, they are no strangers. Oh, they did Bento also. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We like that one. Yeah. So yeah. Um, David Production, uh, very well uh, loved for some of the things that they've done. Yeah. I think they've done a great job in terms of the tone and the look of this particular anime. Um, it, it is very cohesive, I think, it is, it the is. way that they've done, done that with all the symbology and the, all the uniforms look great and yeah, all the, the powers stripes. are quite. Logical. Yeah, in, in its own in way, way, right? I mean, right? It,
2: right? it, it, it kept, keeps to the internal logic quite well so far. La. Yes. Uh, so,
1: yeah. uh, as much as I love Fire Force, I have to bring up the fact that um, the series debuted uh, quite recently. Yeah. Uh, and just before the QnE fire happened, correct. So the the last episode actually um, got delayed by a week, um, just out of respect uh, for the tragedy that happened. And in addition to that, and this is a point of contention for many fans, uh, is that they changed the color of the fire. <laughs> In that particular episode, orange. from orange to like this, the blue hue thing, which again drew comparisons to blue exorcists, right? Okay. Uh, and so there's a lot of people up in arms saying that no, it's censorship. Some people applauding them for being sensitive to the tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, you can watch the anime and make it up or make up your own mind whether or not it was warranted. Uh, I do feel that they tried to be as sensitive as possible in this particular case. Um, but much like any sort of Tragedy that is reflected In fiction And in art um, There's only Kind of like So much you can Do right Especially I haven't,
2: I haven't watched The blue episode
1: Fire yet Yeah it's the most Recent episode oh, uh, Episode so 4 is it? I think it's episode 5 Oh 5 Okay Yeah so How, how do you go? I'm sorry?
2: I mean th- does it look okay?
1: Uh, I mean like They kind of had They put in a reason Why the fire was different You know But it, it kind of felt like You know Chew in uh, Yeah Okay uh, Clearly so You know uh, okay. But then again Given how A lot of anime Always gets finished Like down to the wire Right I'm really not surprised Okay hmm.
2: Alright yeah. What else
1: Alright Let's go for uh, Copcraft Right So I was telling Hize about this I think it's, uh, it's Something that he would probably like A fair bit So we uh, 15 years ago Um, A hyperspace dimension Opens up in the middle of the sea And allows us To travel between two worlds Uh, So that world has magic And aliens Uh, And right now That has become Like a a, a port of trade Right? For everybody That's there So we follow A particular uh, He's a beat cop Well no He's a detective actually And uh, he gets paired up with uh, Someone from the other side Right? To kind of like Chase down Criminals who are part of both worlds, right? Uh, so there's a there's a nice mix of uh, magic that's going on that they're slowly kind of trying to build up the world of that. Uh, there's a bit of action that goes on with your very standard. I mean, it's it's quite literary cop craft like, There's a fair bit of like detef- detective work that's going on, which I quite like, uh, and um, all your standard buddy cop tropes. Uh, but because she is an other and an alien, uh, it sets it up to be quite fun. So far, I've been enjoying that uh, three episodes in, and I'm quite curious to see where it goes. Yeah, uh, next up, I'm going to talk about Vinland Saga, which for me is probably the best uh, in terms of production value. Brought to you by Wit Studio. Um, Wait, is it out already? Yeah, Vinland Saga is out.
2: Oh shit, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, so um, I saw the trailer.
1: I think it's some of the episodes have been on hold. Uh, it's only three episodes in right now. Okay. Uh, Villain Saga is brought to you by Wit Studio, who uh-huh. are the people who brought you Attack on Titan. I mean, the, the animation looks really good. It is exceptionally good. Wow. And man. out of the crop of summer anime, I have to say its production value is probably the highest.
2: I read a bit of the manga. The manga was good. And it's kind of like historically based?
1: Yes, it is. Right? Actually, there are a lot of... It, I'm, I can't really tell... If it is historically accurate per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely one of those alternate history things okay. uh, that's going on. So think Vikings, mm. but anime. Ooh. And I think that it, I think that's a big enough draw for most people. So, um, I mean, of course, the Vikings have made a name for themselves. And the strongest of the families uh, always does for violence. So we follow Thorfinn, right? Who is the son of one of the greatest uh, Viking warriors uh, of his time. And he spends his entire boyhood On the battlefield Trying to enhance his skills uh, In order to redeem uh, no, Not to redeem To take revenge on his father Who was uh, wrongfully murdered Okay Yeah Uh, It's a fantastic Kind of exploration Of the culture There's a lot of details in that That I actually didn't know about like for example Did you know that Vikings only bathe on Saturdays Now I know Yes yeah, And I, I, know. I never knew that before <laughs> I googled it And apparently it's a thing And uh, yeah So I'm pretty impressed With the amount of research And detail that has gone Into creating this anime Okay um, The look and feel of it Is great The action is incredible And I'm very very taken By the, the music score mm-hmm. uh, Very good stuff a Vinland Saga Is definitely something That I'm going to be Keeping a lookout for
2: Alright How many episodes In again? Tree. I
1: think it's three so far, okay, as far as it. I can tell. Uh, it's gonna be twenty-four episodes long, so it's gonna be pretty pretty good. Right, and the last one that I have for um this month's yeah uh, this version uh, of Anime Corner is called Doctor Stone. Now this is a bit of a mixed recommendation for me because I love the concept of it. The premise is fascinating, uh, but the animation is a bit meh right uh but I, I mean like we'll see where this goes i think that is a lot of promise so i'm going to keep watching so doctor stone basically for all, some reason the whole world and all of humankind have been become petrified and 3700 years later right um two boys two high school boys uh one is senku who is a scientific genius and, and is a right? one one's all brain all brain no brain <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um they they wake up in a world where everything is petrified and technology no longer exists they are back to the stone ages
2: and they like to have to develop the technology back yes then, right? so yeah. according to
1: senku they are in a race back to the peak of civilization and kind of my favorite line so far of the anime where he says that i'm going to defeat fantasy with science so um the science is sound in fact they have a uh, warning to not do the things that you are shown because you can actually make gunpowder, for example, or you can actually make nitric acid. Uh, It's very, very real. It's very, very sound and they teach you all these things. Uh, But the animation is a bit lacking, I think, overall production value. Uh, The story so far has been interesting in terms of its clash of philosophies between whether or not technology uh, is a a tool that's used for evil or used for good, uh, whether or not The entire civilization uh, Should be resurrected And everybody brought back From the dead But it hasn't uh, Played out fully yet So I'm curious to see Where this goes Cool Yep That's all for me For
0: Anime Corner Ooh Anime Corner Anime is uh, gonna be A big theme In the next couple of months Because uh, Weathering with you Uh, It's out is coming soon, actually September twelfth in yep. Singapore cinemas. Uh, it's obviously by your the director of your name. Yep. Uh, so we are excited for that. Uh, we're you not bring this up on air, la? Why not, la? I got an invite for the premiere, which I am think I'm inviting Isa for because nice. he is the host of Anime Corner. I am
1: very la. very. Um, it's already uh, surpassed your name in Japan. Japan, we it just opened this weekend. Crazy, your name yeah. was a big success, so exactly. this must be a
0: really huge one. So
1: I I mean I'm I'm hoping that uh. People all over the world Are wising up To how good anime Can actually be
0: Correct Because I do
1: feel like Your name was snubbed Very very badly
0: Yeah uh, uh, in, in a couple of months We'll also be talking about Karen Tuesday Once the finale airs uh, Excited by that as yes, well Yes I do
1: have a, a lot of thoughts
0: About that Yeah uh, Sorry Hadi, You got invited for Hellboy And Isa got the better one Like <laughs> <laughs> I got the short end Of the stick there, man. Indeed indeed uh, Okay So before we wrap up Just a couple of last things Obviously you're talking about San Diego Comic Con 2019 Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 Gonna be his own topic Because that is the topic yeah. la. When Disney comes around Nobody can talk about anything else But For the sake of uh, fairness Let's talk about Your own highlights Outside of Marvel uh, what, what what stood out to you From San Diego Comic Con I would say um,
2: The lah. Yeah I mean we have been Huge fans Of the series right mm-hmm. Yes And this is what episode Season 4 Season 4 right Mm-hmm. Under and a new um Yeah. Orders. Under Netflix, right? Are they Netflix? Jeff Bezos a lot on Savior. Oh no, sorry, Amazon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh but goddamn I can't wait. I'm yeah. so glad that it got picked up. Yeah. Um it was fun. I, I can't I saw the trailer and I was like, okay.
1: That Bezos money was put to good use though.
0: Yeah, some of the new footage, like the first five minute sequence of them Ooh. landing on the new uh planet. Beyond the stargate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> beyond the Stargate. Whatever you want to call it. The, yeah, ring, yeah, right? the yeah. ring, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Well, it looked really cool. The trailer looks really cool. Excited for that. Anything else that caught your um, eye? Um come on, Picard man. I am very
3: excited
2: for that.
0: Yeah, Picard, give me chills. Um yeah. it's, it's it looks great. Plus to my utter shock it gave away that uh John Luke uh has it will be interacting With returning yeah. faces From Voyager And PNG yes, 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 There yes, is Seven yes. of Nine Data is back And Hugh the Borg From a season 5 episode Called I Borg
2: Yeah he's been waiting All his life for this like 20 years He's been, like for this, years.
0: Yeah, he's for been waiting world. For this callback <laughs> Yeah uh, and, and, and all the original actors Reprising You know Brent, Brent Spinner Jerry Ryan uh, All of them Are back Plus showrunner Michael Chabon, uh, Who is a Pulitzer Prize winning author By the way Uh. Also directed an amazing Short Tracks episode Called Calypso Which oh, we was reviewed yeah, we'll, uh, We talked about it So I mean It's great that he's show running This entire show um, All the e- Most of the episodes Are directed by Jonathan Frakes Who is uh, Riker mm. So considering he's directing his on set I'm sure Riker is going to be there too Yes you know? And
2: do his uh, chair move
0: And do his chair move Yeah And uh, Mar- Marina Sirtis uh, Has been cast Has been recast As Deanna Troy yeah. she, She's back too So Wow Amazing stuff um,
1: I'm surprised There was no Discovery news
0: though There was they didn't want to give it away Yeah, it's fine it's There's fine. a lot of uh, Uncharted territory In Discovery Quite literally Yeah, they, they were ma- They were more talking About Lower Decks and, and animated comedy I actually
1: am looking forward To Lower Decks It yeah. looks incredibly
0: fun By uh, multi-writers mm-hmm. You know uh, Yeah, so it, It's not going to be Like the Orville They were saying It's going to be Very okay. faithful to Star Trek canon nice. Just just funny nice. uh, um, Next up I mean, I want to talk about uh, The Witcher Which looks amazing It might be The next uh, Game of Thrones Type fantasy uh, series mm. in terms of skill and spectacle uh, that people might actually be obsessed with.
1: It might actually be one of the best video game adaptations so far.
0: Uh, it's not so a bit tough because. Because this is based on the it's books. It's based on right?
2: the books that the video yeah, games yeah. were based on. Yeah, fair enough. But um, I mean, the, 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 the video games are way more popular. La, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. I um, mean, the books are Polish, right? Were they in Polish? Were they? I have no idea. I though. have no idea, yeah. I mean, I know there's a Polish company that created the game. Yes. But that's about it.
1: Yeah. But. I mean Harry Cavill looks good but that wig needs to they need, they a need it. work, they work, work with that, with that. yeah, yeah mm. for sure. Mm. There was a bathtub, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Shout a lot of people have played with her.
2: But the the the, 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 the beat seem to be quite on point to the game lah. La. Because my only comparison is to the game. The game, yeah. But yeah. this is a, a,
0: a I didn't f- read the book. This so is a younger so Geralt, it looks like so it's pre-game. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty
1: interesting that they decided to follow the game aesthetic. Mm. Right Or at least the tone of it, uh, with, it the really b- with the book storytelling With yeah. the book storytelling Which okay. is fascinating I, yeah. I think that's going to be A very interesting way To move forward I nice. mean um, it's a great way To kind of tap on The existing fan base Of the games right Which is immensely popular Yeah And not an easy game To play mind you
0: Uh, Quickly touching on His Dark material. Speaking of book adaptations It looks grand and gorgeous So beautiful It does Daphne Keen James McAvoy rep- it does. Uh, From the X-Men <laughs> franchise Yeah I think <laughs> James McAvoy
2: Is playing the character
0: That um From Golden Compass The main guy Yeah the James Bond Guy What's his name Daniel Craig <laughs> Yeah Daniel Craig Yeah, I oh think really? he's I think he's doing the role I think so oh, uh, yeah. Then you got X-23 definitely keen herself You got yeah. Lester Freeman From The Wire Yes You got Evergo uh, from Luther Alice oh, yes. uh, oh, yes. So a, a lot of great British actors a In lot. this one Um yeah, new Rick and Fulti, Mort Rick and Morty, eh <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Morty, <laughs> Morty <was> footage <laughs> uh, And announcements coming out uh, yeah. So Rick and Morty hasn't been around for a while Glad mm-hmm. to see it back yep. uh, Also, Westworld Season 3 continues to look nuts And there's yeah. going to uh, be parts in Singapore In the real world They were filming in Singapore uh, There are Nazi robots for some reason uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I've never seen Nazi robots before, so this is cool.
2: We never play games enough.
0: No, I never, no, but I, I, those are usually Nazi zombies or just regular Nazis. No, they are robots. Oh, it that's true. That's true. Up. Yeah. Uh. Uh, the first big trailer for HBO's Watchmen also reveals itself. Uh. Uh, it's both a modern reinterpretation and a sequel of sorts to Alan Moore's graphic novel. Um, after Leftovers, Damon Lindelof has earned a bit of goodwill with me, so uh, I'm intrigued. We'll we'll watch coming soon this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah, I mean. what else is there? Oh, okay. Before before we move on to MCU, yes. gotta talk about DC, because it's gotta be fair. Yeah. Okay. Because uh Brandon Roof will be playing Ray Palmer and Kingdom Come Superman yeah. <laughs> in Arrows Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. Uh Superman returns, yes. he, like he's back, uh and he just he won't just be an alternate universe Superman, he's Kingdom Come Superman. That's nuts. Then they casted But Ward, I think he's gonna pre- be playing an older Robin mm-hmm. from the 80s Adam uh 80s, uh, 60s Adam West show. Yeah. Way back, man uh, Can't wait for Crisis. It looks I mean, all these crossovers Always are fun like, Even if you don't follow The main storylines For sure You they, can still jump in like. they, we, we watch this every year Yeah, They catch you up Very easily la. Yeah. And uh, this is also The end of Arrow yes. Which yeah. It's kind of an, an End of an era And I have mixed feelings About Arrow, obviously But I have to say la, That Arrow's legacy Is quite uh, important, ah, uh, yes, to the TV superhero landscape, uh.
2: I mean, without Arrow, you don't have the rest. Uh. Correct, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I did want to talk about the Agents of Shield ending after season seven, but we'll talk about it next month when really, what Agents, about Agents of Asian Shield, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, superhero TV goat creators of all time, <laughs> best. Let's talk about uh MCU Phase Four, which is just um, what <laughs> did about, what, yeah, about what what did George Bush say when he made that Iraq? Shock and awe. Yeah.
1: Shock and awe. This
0: is shock and awe, man. Number one Natalie Portman Playing Jane Foster Thor In Thor oh, 4 yes. Dope Thor uh, Love Funny and Thunder yes. Written yes. and directed By Taika Waititi. Yes. Uh She might be Valkyrie's new queen Also uh, yep. uh, Kevin Feige confirms There will be uh, That she will be The big screen's uh, MCU's First LGBTQ hero yes. Is yes, At least also. Valkyrie yep. will be uh, Mahashala Ali Two time Oscar winner yeah. Will be uh, Switching fangs From Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth To Blade uh, yeah, As he will be playing uh in uh, a reboot. Yeah, it's so a reboot, yeah, right? A reboot yeah, of blade. Yeah. Uh not they had didn't actually announce announce whether it was a movie or a TV show. Um, so I'm I, not sure.
1: He said phase five two days ago. Actually. Yeah, but so
0: phase five, like for example, Falcon with the Soldier is phase four. So that's a TV show. Yeah. So, so it could I, be on Disney say. Plus or it could be a movie. Oh. I
1: what don't know. What do you okay.
0: Think? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm like okay. A I'm a okay, okay if, I'm either. if either. either, yeah. Yeah. Although part of me also believes that Blade kind of fits in better with the Hulu state They have coming out Because they have Hellstrom and Ghost Rider yeah. So I think Blade Fits, in, be- better kind of fits mm. in better with that yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, It's like the new Marvel Knights Or the second round of Marvel Knights After Netflix Was like the first Marvel Knights yeah, yeah, Related yeah. but not quite related Okay yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, also we have uh, The casting of uh, Jung from Kim's Convenience As Shang-Chi Yes uh, which and is who's Mandarin? Who's Mandarin? Uh, Mandarin is Tony Leung. Tony Leung, motherfuckers. Uh, yes, the Shang-Chi is subtitled. This is kind of a, a nice Easter egg. Like people might overlook this, but yeah. it's subtitled Legend of Ten Rings. Yeah, it stars the Mandarin, uh, who is mighty pissed that Iron Man fake Mandarin. So they're picking up that storyline again. Uh, Aquafina is also in it. Yeah. Uh, this this looks like it could be really fun. Yeah.
2: It's joke,
0: motherfuckers. Yeah, um, the Eternals, uh, one of the Marvel's unheralded properties, mm. has an insane cast that has Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, oh, Kumail yeah. Nanjiani, Brian Tyree Henry, Selma Hayek, uh, and lastly, uh, train to Busan's Ma, uh, Ma Dong Siok. Yeah, my favorite guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so insane. Uh, Black Widows coming out. Yep. Footage sounds amazing. Sounds like Jason Bourne meets Winter Soldier. Mm. Yeah. The fight scene between Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh sounds like John Wick level kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Wonder Vision. I love it. New series yeah. will include an adult Monica Rambeau from uh, Captain Marvel, also tied directly serving as a prequel to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is what the title, by the way. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Finally. It was uh, announced as MCU's first horror movie. Yep. Great title. Scarlet Witch is supposed to be playing a big part in the movie, possibly as a villain. I'm assuming she also goes Also called Scarlet Witch yeah, yeah I'm assuming she goes mad In Wonder Vision. My theory Wanda creates an alternate reality Where Vision is alive And you have a family Much like Tom King's Vision comics I love it uh, She goes nuts Messes up the dimensional fabric uh, Kind of a House of M But not really House of M Which leads to The Doctor Strange In Multiverse of Madness Let's
1: do this well, we could have House of M just slide in right there. Yeah, because they know. have the mutants too. which Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, to me, the Multiverse of is more than Thor: Four sounds the most interesting. Yes, by far. Yeah, Mul- uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, what a title! What a great title! I love long titles. <laughs> me too. Uh, you also have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Daniel Bruhl returns as Baron Zemo. Yes. Uh, Loki will star as the de- as the Loki that escaped from Endgame with the Space Stone. Yep. So he's still that douchebag douchebag trickster because uh, it's before his uh, character arc yeah. in Dark War and Ragnarok.
2: <laughs> so he's still wearing the horn helm.
0: Indeed. Uh, there's also a Marvel uh, animated What If series. Yeah. Which features yes. uh, Jeffrey Wright as Uatu the Watcher as the narrator. Uh, and it will focus It's an anthology series mm. Focusing on uh, You know Alt-universe uh, stories uh, like Which what we love yeah, What if Peggy Carter Became Captain America you I know? love oh, that beautiful. I hope they do that Yeah, yeah Let's uh, go That is the first episode actually Oh really? Voiced yeah, by uh, Haley Atwell, Who is back Excellent uh, So here's what I loved About the announcements They're all based on Amazing comic book runs Like uh, Jason Aaron's Mighty Thor run For Thor Love and Thunder uh, Feige name check Tom King's Vision Miniseries For Wonder Yeah. Uh, Feige name check Matt Fraction's run For Hawkeye uh, So just follow These great comics And you can't go wrong uh, And for those of you Who haven't read Any of these runs uh, I mean go to your Local comic book store And like pick it up la.
1: Some of the best runs In the last 20 years definitely, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, Very underrated Especially you when know, you Look at the names Like Tom King And Matt Fraction And Jason Aaron Some of the best work That's ever been done In, mm-hmm. in Marvel Comics Recently la, Although they have Very low readership At the moment Yeah yeah uh, Firegate also pretty much Just offhandedly confirmed Fantastic Four and the Mutants Are on the way Yeah uh, But you know You got to save something For D23 right That's true You can't give it away At SDCC Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, What stood out to you the most And what are you most excited for For MCU Phase 4
2: Jane Foster right as Yeah Thor, man. That was quite fun
0: Natalie Portman coming back In a major yeah. role Considering how she felt So unhappy the last time Exactly but I think now she because, was
2: surprised I mean her role is expanded yeah she is,
0: role, man. yeah she is the role Yeah she is the role Yeah
2: uh, Angelina Jolie as one of the internals. Mm. She got a standing O. Mm-hmm. Um, Ma- 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 Le- What's that movie coming out that she's in? The Angelina one that Jolie. she's the villain. Maleficent. Maleficent. Yes, I couldn't pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. That's coming out also right, year. Maleficent Two actually. Yeah. yeah Mal- sequel. The sequel. Yeah. So Angelina Jolie's uh thing. Oh, and Thor going uh all Netflix uh subscription and all that <laughs> during his his little thing, yeah. and Kevin Feige just standing there. Yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, what about you, Aisha? What are you looking forward to the most? Um,
1: The Mighty Thor run has been one of my favourite. Uh, so I'm definitely very curious to see how they go about doing
0: that. Especially since the Mighty Thor run was so morose, right? Yes, incredibly it was so. so depressing and Taika
1: Waititi is not... <laughs> I, I'm very curious as to how he's going to treat it, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, okay, Nelly Portman doing Taika Waititi stuff, I'm, I'm down, right? Like she's got... She has comedic genius that I think we don't get to acknowledge a lot of yeah. the time yeah, okay. but the storyline for the Mighty Thor is incredibly sad it is. Uh, in so many ways and incredibly deep right so I'm, I am I really want to see I, I feel like there is a there's a gap there that needs to be filled and yeah. I'm very curious to see how he does it mm. uh, if it's enough for him to kind of like put Akira on oh, hold thank god please don't yeah. make Akira yeah like, uh, um, don't touch it just don't, don't touch it uh, that to me is going to be the most interesting. I'm very interested to see how the TV series tie together with the movies overall, because mm. uh, it's the first time we are actually going to have that mm. in uh, in the MCU.
0: I mean, I guess like actual Agent Coulson was, you know, the star I of Agents of so. Shield. Yeah. yeah,
1: but now like Disney It's really doing. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm very curious to see how they execute all of that, right? And just how much of a giant Disney already is, it's just going to get even even. Better slash
0: worse Important to note They decanonized Netflix Yes Yeah So Netflix Defenders All that not part of the MCU Yeah uh, I don't have any particular issue with it
1: I, I felt like a, It was a great run As far as Letting people think about What the possibilities are For yeah. um, comic book <laughs> T V. Yeah. Uh you know. But of course like um Aeroverse has been doing that for, for a while now, even yeah. before that. So if
0: I can accept Grand Gustin and Ezra Miller as separate fashion, why not? La? Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And now they're talking about the multiverse, sure. Now that we're doing what if's even yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh but I am curious to see whether or not they will bring back those um titles. Yeah. Uh and if so, are they gonna recast?
0: hmm I mean, they don't have to. They can just reintroduce them. I guess so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if or, or they could just canonize them again. Like it's up to them, lah. Um, it's possible. They could pick I and choose. They could just not do Iron Fist, which is yeah. the real issue. To be honest, I think
1: like with Shang Chi coming up, you have to bring Iron Fist back. Yeah. yeah. Right, because like that's an important part of the the story, right? Yeah. You know they. they or just are. bring back Colleen Wing. You know. Oh, I would love for them to bring back Colleen yeah. Wing. Yeah. Shout out to Algo. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, uh yeah, too bad for Marvel Netflix a nice experiment while it ran. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh but sure. I don't think it has any particular place in MCU's future. I d I don't mind. Um I think they they can't do this because it's so intrinsically tied in with the Sokovia, of cause and Coulson and all that. Yeah. But if they could They kinda nice Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they would. Yeah. Uh which is sad Because uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was great. But I I kinda prefer it because I like that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has his own can go on its own path Without really being Too tied in uh, And tied down Yeah And I mean
1: They've been able to Be very smart about it Right For yeah. the last few seasons Last few seasons
0: especially I think it's be- The reason I started Considering superhero Greatest all time TV show Is because It had the freedom To go run Its own, yeah, course, its yeah. own thing,
1: right? Yeah. While still neatly Explaining away Everything else Yeah, yeah. For sure for sure.
0: But I, I'm willing to accept That Agents of Shield Exists in an alternate universe lah, Because of course The alternate universe They might have a, a, also A Coulson So yeah. wh- whatever right mm-hmm. Yeah uh, huh. I I'm, I'm I'm totally cool with that. um anything else you want to bring up From the MCU uh, no
1: I mean like It's a great slate of stuff Uh I'm curious to see Where everything falls It's going to be fun Um I mean Because they haven't given An actual timeline yet Right They were just making The announcements so Just the years That's coming yeah. out uh,
2: yeah.
0: Whether it's fall Summer That kind of
1: thing yeah, yeah so
0: it will start In earnest next year yep. And the first one's going to be I think it's either Wonder Vision or Falcon And Winter Soldier Because they started Filming that already okay, uh, okay. Actually you know what It might actually be Black Widow Because they're almost Done filming yeah. Oh right
1: Okay I'm yeah. looking forward To that I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm curious to see how they go from here. It's nice to see ScarJo back. I think, like mm. as much as people have been giving her shit recently, mm.
0: um, she she's she been doing a great job as as.
2: I'm really fine with her.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War. <coughs> apparently. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Right. So how much? Uh, did they say how much of uh her backstory are we gonna explore?
0: No, be flat. I, I guess the villains are from her backstory, right, so it will so be explored in that way. Okay, okay. Uh, before we end off on wait, 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 wait. sorry, sorry. Yeah.
2: David Harbour is playing the villain, right?
0: David Harbour the is Soviet playing guy, right? Yeah. The Emperor, yeah.
2: yeah. Like who has an issue with Captain America? Apparently.
0: Yeah. Time. So <laughs> David Harbour, yeah, is excited to be part in the MCU as well. Another major franchise is in. Uh, before we end on SDCC, gotta f- gotta mention that uh, like besides the movies and TVs, Comic Con is still about comics. So yes. the twenty nineteen Eisner Awards blessed our Lord and Savior Tom King with a bunch of awards for writing Batman, Mister Miracle, Heroes in Crisis, Swamp Thing Winter Special, and a bunch of other things that he wrote. Uh, it's a bit unfair, but you know Tom King is just that good. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, my personal faves are Jen Wong Wang Who uh, wrote The Prince And The Dressmaker Which I reviewed last year On mm-hmm. the show Also won an award uh, Jeff Lemire For Descendant, Descender uh, Gideon Falls And Royal City Won an award Um Jen Bartel Won best cover artist For her work on Blackbird And Submerge. Really like her artwork Yeah uh, I'm a bit sad That Eternity Girl By Magdalene Visaggio And Sunny Liu Suck and AC, uh, Which I also reviewed last year Didn't win best <laughs> limited series though But yeah. then again Like Tom King was in there So It's hard it, yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's tough to not give Tom King <laughs> For God. anything that he does
0: Yeah and, and speaking of comics We're gonna end it With The final issue Of The Walking Dead Mm. Uh, Robert Kirkman's Long-running Walking Dead comic book Recently came to an end At issue 193 Without telling anyone What a baller move Um, It's a shocking Surprise finale For a series Notorious for shocking Surprising deaths Uh, It's only fitting um, To be honest I'm no longer a fan of the show Or its spin-offs But the comics uh, Have always been consistently good Primarily because Kirkman Had a defined And definite arc in mind With a set beginning Middle and end Unlike the TV show Which is mandated To go on forever The (laughs) comics have been able To tell Set stories That don't drag Because Kirkman always Service stories first Not contracts Or the whims of a TV studio That's intent on bleeding A stone dry Yeah It's their only moneymaker left Breaking Bad is gone Mad Men is gone They just have their 8 billion Walking Dead series And the three Rick Grimes movies Mm. And all that You know uh, so it's it's a bit nuts uh, What's going on with EMC But the Walking Dead comics Have always been good So just please go Read the comics instead Especially if you're off The Walking Dead train mm-hmm. uh, It just has flat out Better storytelling It has satisfying climax People forget But this comic Actually changed the game Within The zombie post-apocalypse genre Uh, It has been done to death Or undeath I should say But The Walking Dead reinvigorated it And revamped it And made it its own With a unique blend of realism And consequences Mm -hmm. Just like what Game of Thrones did For fantasy storytelling I think it really revived zombies In mainstream pop culture The Walking Dead comics Uh, Before the surprise finale Was announced Walking (laughs) Dead actually solicited (laughs) Two subsequent issues In August and September uh, Issue 194 and 195 Which were a ruse They don't exist They were fake Fake artwork, fake artwork, fake covers, fake uh, descriptions. Uh, such a baller move. They wanted One Ninety Three <laughs> to be such a surprise ending. It just ended it right there. What? What? what that's insane. I've never heard of anything like it. <laughs> like there wasn't a the pomp and circumstance and expectation that comes when a title is ending. You know, you know, Breaking Bad announces final season or oh, oh, pomp yeah. and circumstance. A mm-hmm. uh, uh, saga uh, announcing that it's next fifty two issues or the last 53 issues. You know. All these expectations They avoided expectations
1: Altogether And
0: it's just ended it
1: No fucks given
0: No speculation right Because you know Game of Thrones ending yeah. All the fan theories And speculation This way like, you won't be disappointed Because you didn't know And you didn't have yeah. time To make it I up I mean
1: uh, he got to end it On his own terms so uh, Yeah Why not right
0: uh, yeah. Walking Dead is unique And what's most impressive Is that it has done Such a good job Over the entire 193, 193 issue run Without relaunching Or rebooting Yeah uh, Which is a comic trope Like yep. this is just one story so, from beginning to end uh, And so, well tight. Over 15 years <laughs> Very very tight story- Storytelling Yeah And while most comics Are based on the illusion Of change The Walking Dead Has happened in real time And characters have aged From children to adults They've mm-hmm. lost limbs They've lost eyes They've lost friends And family members They've died And not died in a Nudge nudge wing wing way That Superman or Captain America died <laughs> But like Really died uh, I, I heard the Like Man, um, the series concludes on a f- creative high with finality. Uh, that's something to be applauded. If only AMC's TV adaptation can learn the same lessons. Yeah. But, uh, which is too bad, la. Yeah. So, uh, RFP Walking Dead it got shot in the head. <laughs> it's the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, do do you guys ever? I mean, are you still watching the Walking Dead TV series? Nope.
2: I think we uh we we've left the series like two se- three seasons ago, or four seasons ago now. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. When Glenn died, I think Glenn dying and in, uh, the introduction of Negan.
0: Uh, I stopped a that bit. Was my last I stopped time. a bit before that. Yeah, okay, that was my I last time I stopped when Glenn died. Actually, I couldn't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they. I, I heard they killed off Rick Grimes, so need to bring him back for three more movies. Uh, yeah, so it's that understand. kind of thing, la? Yeah. Uh, too bad. Wait, wait. wait.
2: Rick Grimes is dead.
0: Well they, they quote unquote Killed him off In the show But then They revealed that He's actually alive And he's on his own Adventure now Which will be A trilogy of movies That will be released oh In no. cinemas Not on AMC Okay Yeah So it will be The Rick Grimes franchise uh, At least he had his own Movie franchise okay. Yeah So he's, he's departing From the group
2: So they did uh, Fast and Furious lah.
0: I guess like uh, he's the hops and the shawl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh. This is it for this episode of uh, General Equality. Uh. Next month. Oh my gosh. Next month. What do we have? Talking about Creators of all time superhero show, Agents of Shield. <laughs> Literally my favorite show. Woo! Like at superhero is that uh, on the air right now. Uh, delivering a really stellar sixth season. Uh, really moving into season 7 On a high uh, Really love what they're doing as well uh, We'll also be talking about A bunch of other things That are that are fun Such as um, There is scary stories To tell in the dark yes. uh, Girl made the Toro Produced anthology series Ooh, uh, yeah, Not yeah. series, sorry Movie, movie. Of short stories Uh, The Handmaid's Tale Which I don't know If Hadi's still watching Watching, watching Okay, cool uh, Handmaid's Tale has been Up and down this season
2: Yeah, I, I'm only like Three episodes in
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be talking about Young Justice Outsiders, which will be ending.
2: Yes.
0: Uh I'll be talking about uh, a bunch of other things. Like there's some stuff on the Cartoon Network. I really like, like Infinity Train looks really good. Uh, Roku's Modern Life is coming back. Uh, Legion has been surprising me this season because it's been really good. Yeah. Uh, back on track. Nice. Uh, I'll. He's like a cult leader now, right? Yes. Uh, he's uh, straight out. Straight up Evil uh. Yeah yeah. Which I think Was They took the scenic route To get there yeah. But now that they're there it's, it's been really good uh. Mm. Uh, w- Some stuff on the pull list That I kind of pushed From this episode To next episode But I'll be talking about uh, Brian K. Vaughan's Paper Goals, Which is uh, An incredible comic series That's ending um, In a couple of days from now So I don't have time To talk about it for here So I'll also be talking about uh, A book of short stories Called Someone Who Will Love You In All Your Damaged Glory By Creator of Project Horseman. Yep. Uh, I didn't have time to review it here, but I'll review it next month. Don't worry, la, Books don't have kind of the oh, sh- well, they have the shelf life, like pun intended, la. Oh, that, that quite literally, quite but literally. Like indeed, indeed. Uh, so yeah, I uh, look forward to us gushing about Agents of Shield, because you can already tell you we like it. La. <laughs> yeah. Agents of SHIELD is a shit. You go watch Agents of Shield. I know it's non-canon and all, but you know, go who for cares? it. Yes. Yeah. Who cares, man? It's not the point. That's not the point. Uh, till next time. This has been Hitzer.
2: I'm Hardy. I'm Isa. Goodbye. Bye bye.